Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of a The Bailey Show. All right, here it is Wednesday, the 21st day of February, 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning, my name is Jason Bailey right there. That's Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Good morning. Kyle, not on the other side of the glass, sitting right next to me, back. Uh, and then Dougie T is out. Uh, Dougie T is uh, not feeling well, let's just say that. But Kyle is back from not feeling well, and I'm not feeling well. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be with all the not feeling well. I, I don't know what's going on, right? Like, you know, like I thought, <clears throat> I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal and just open up the show and my voice starts cracking and whatnot. I don't know what it is. Like, just in this past year, I've never, A, been so sick uh, and B, never seen so much sickness. Just in this, a lot of sickness. Just in this past, like I've seen more sickness in this past year than I think during the lockdown, during COVID, uh, to be quite honest, like personally. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if Nebraska, you're sick out there or not, but I can tell you here in California we are. No, I think we're all right, actually. It takes, you know, things take a while to get from the coast to the Midwest. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It starts here and it it goes over. Mm -hmm. Like trends. We're 20 years behind. Correct, yeah. All right. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get on the text machine. You're going to need that coming up here in a little bit. Uh, We do have Pearl Jam tickets to give out to you. Uh, here closer to 7 o'clock, we'll do uh, 3 Degrees to Pearl Jam. I'll explain as we get closer. But if you do want to go see Pearl Jam, uh, then I would suggest probably start lining up around 655 because it'll be a King of the Mountain-style game. Uh, at Listen to the BS on social, give us a like, share, follow. And then on YouTube, our channel is at The Bailey Show. Brett Michaels tickets closer to 8 o'clock for Party Gras, which uh, he'll be in town here on the 1st of March. Um, so uh, we'll do that when we do You Don't Know Jeff. Nelson, are you going to breathe heavy the entire show or just the first segment? I, I can't hear myself breathing heavy, so I didn't realize I was. <laughs> Nikki? I'm always texting him normally like, uh, we can hear you breathing. Oh, my we God. We can fix it. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. And go back and listen to the tape. I guarantee the audience can't hear me breathing. Oh it's because you're wearing headphones and they're turned way up. Wow, you sound like somebody I know. Thanks for letting me know that. Uh, huh? it, it, the breathing, no, the breathing. Stop, don't the, call me him. The bre- the breathing's heavy. Kyle, right? Help me out here. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah no, Go yeah, ahead, Kyle. Go yeah, no, ahead. It, it, no, it is, and it doesn't. It doesn't help that I potted you up a little bit, and then I got headphones up. Yeah, no, but I, I, I think I land. I think I agree with Nelson that the audience probably cannot hear it. All right, you sound like somebody I know too. I don't care about what they hear. I care what I hear. It sounds. I thought you were playing drops of Darth Vader for a second. That is how you sound, Nelson. Or or okay. some or um, some. Just style it back. <laughs> the way the. I'm oh, happy you're breathing. You. Or some CPAP guy, like a commercial you. you're playing. Anyway, uh, so we got all that going on today. So uh, lots of good stuff to give to you. We'll try to have some good times before 10 a. Uh, 10 a.m. Nikki once again is Nikki's turned into like a um, a TED Talk speaker. <laughs> 
And that's funny because her real name has Ted in it. It does. So it's 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 Ted Roll Talk. It's my dad's name. Right. Ted Roll Talk. Ted Roll Talk. That's what she does. <laughs> Ted Roll Talk. <laughs> so this is her second speaking engagement. But this to, one has me more nervous. To a yeah, to a captive audience of what elementary school fourth graders. Fourth graders. I'm going to be yeah, talking to fourth graders today. Um, when we went. Last time to talk to the high school kids, and we talked about it on air, a listener called in, Matthew, and asked me if I would come to his school and talk to his kids. So I did reach out to him afterwards and let him know, you know, anything I could do to help, let me know when. How old is this kid? He's a fourth grader? No, no, no. To his kids. He's a teacher. Oh, he's a teacher. Okay, right. gotcha. So I'll be going over to speak to fourth graders today after the show. All right. And you, I'm sorry, you meant this guy when? He called in. He was a listener. Remember, he called, he oh, called okay. into the show and asked if I come talk mm. to his class. I was like, God, you're, you're conversing with fourth graders. That's a little weird. <laughs> oh, I mean, you were talking to him. You set this up. Oh, I did. You did. Damn right I did. Oh, and you forgot. No, I did not. I'm very proud of that moment. No, you're not. Because you don't remember it. Kyle got the number and everything for me. Yeah, I remember that. Because you told mm-hmm. me to do it. Yeah. Good job with I you, too. I thought it was weird that a fourth grader had a phone, but that was fine. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, there's one thing I want to do before I uh, leave this world is I want to set up Ted Roll Talks for Nikki D. <laughs> and you can, because yeah. I might be on a roll here. All right. So, yeah. Are, they, are, you, are you getting paid? No, no. This is something you do for free for kids. I fourth would. graders don't have any money. I would. Right. Well, they their parents do. I would say it's like field right. trip. Everybody's got to bring in a buck. You put it in the kitty, and then you just collect the cash and leave the room. No, 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 no. <laughs> he already asked me yesterday, like, is it anything, you know, that I can get for you to have when you get here? I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not a prima donna. I don't need a dressing room. I'm just going to show up <laughs> and talk to kids. A, a <laughs> dressing <laughs> room. Right. There's nothing I need. I'm fine. Like, when, at what point did he intimate that he might have meant dressing room? He did. And I use that just as an example. Like, I'm not all divish. I don't need it's anything. It's a very standard example. She said, I'm you know what? Saying. I don't. I'm going to speak to your fourth grade class, but I don't need an entire green room roped off. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but, but if, if we, I see red M&Ms in that bowl. <laughs> I will lose my mind. But if there's a way the third grade class could be vacant for 20 minutes before yes. I go into the fourth grade class, that would be helpful. Yeah. No. And if you have to say I'm not a diva. No. If we could have the school on lockdown while I show up, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> oh, please. The reason why I'm nervous is because these are fourth graders. At least with high school kids, I kind of know what I want to say to them because they're in a the part of their lives where they're trying to figure out what they want to do. Some of them are graduating. But with fourth graders, they still have a very long time to figure out life. So it's like, what am I going to say to fourth graders? What are you going to say? I don't know. I still don't know. I've you been know. thinking about it for days. <laughs> you got to open up with like a, a joke or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not your best at, material. Yeah. I'm not even good at jokes. I don't even have like a on hand dad joke that I know well, by heart. You're not a dad, but it would be a mom joke. Mm-hmm. They don't call them mom jokes. They call them dad jokes. You should claim that if you're not a dad. Don't take. Don't right. steal our thunder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what little do we have? And you're gonna take that from us? I know. I'm just saying. So you think I gotta start out with a joke? Absolutely. Like oh, what? Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Something. Fourth grade appropriate. Nah, get get like dirty. So like you're. Oh. Yeah, you know those fourth yeah, yeah. graders guys. You got to go like a little adult so they like you're one of them. Right. You know, um, I've got a good dad joke. Okay. But it's not dirty. I mean, it's pretty legit. That's what I need. Tell it to me so it's, I can remember it. Uh, well, it's it's a kind of a conversational joke. So it's kind of you got to just walk in. <laughs> you, you, you walk in and. 
Conversational joke. Can't wait to hear fourth this. graders. <laughs> I, I just I'm just standing here, like I can't either. So you oh. walk in and and you said, uh, you know, like, hey, you know, hi, I'm Nikki D from the BS Ninety Rock, blah 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 blah. Um, I thought I was coming. I'm trying to put it to help you. I'm okay. trying to I'm trying to twist it around. Okay. Uh, I thought I was uh, I thought I was coming for a career day. Uh, you know, I guess I'm not, but I've got a, a a lot of unemployed friends that I tried to hire actually, but. They they don't work. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I didn't even get that joke. So how, I'm do you, for how do you sure, not get that joke? Fourth graders are not gonna. That's gonna go right over their heads. Well, like, you can't tell jokes if you don't get the simplest of jokes. Yeah, that's not gonna work. I have unemployed friends. I was going to hire them, but they don't work. They're unemployed, right? Right. They don't work. That's not funny. It's a dad joke. It is. Oh, it kills. Thank you. Oh my gosh. That's why. That's why you don't have a penis. No. (laughs) That's why. That's why. That's why. Thank God. Thank God. Guys with penises know that joke's funny. (laughs) That crushes at the dinner table with the kids. My daughter thought that joke was funny. Oh, she did. Yeah. Okay. And her friends. I'm sure they might have just really been trying to like put you over. No, 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 no. I don't know if they really thought that. No, her friends love my dad jokes so much. That they have notes in their phones. They have since they were like in eighth grade. Now that I, I believe, Nelson does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, with uh, the stuff. He has lots of notes. He has a tab with your name on it and notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I tried to help, but that You attitude, did. I'm, I'm going to have to figure something out, though. Yeah. Give him something. I'll wing it. Give him. Uh, I'm going to take some stickers. Yeah, well, hopefully have some. Did you bring this stuff out of your garage? No, I told you to get it before you left the house. You didn't open the garage, though. You sent me out the front door. Well, you could have reminded me and said, hey, what about the stuff? You were supposed to remind me. I'm not speaking. Oh, my God. It's not my job. I'll get it from here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're more than welcome to go over to the house after the show. <laughs> That's I'm going in the opposite direction. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you got to put in the work, you know, got to put mm-hmm. in the time. Log the miles, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> they. Uh, well, I tell you what. Uh <laughs> This I did not know, and this is good news for you. Okay. I don't know if this is a current thing now that you're out of the military. Nikki D served in the Navy. I did for eight years. And I didn't know this about those that are in the Navy, but there's something that they can't do with their hands. Uh, I don't know if you even knew about I, I know. Oh, you know? Yes. Okay. Well, now you can do this with your hands. There's a lot you can do now. Which is very exciting because I've never realized that those in the United States Navy had such a problem with where to put their hands. <laughs> All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. And remember, we got those tickets to see Pearl Jam uh, here in about 30 minutes. If you'd like to stick around and line up and play a game called Three Degrees to Pearl Jam. Three Degrees to Pearl Jam. Uh, so uh, get excited for that. Pearl Jam, what a great show. Uh, Nikki D uh, used to be in the Navy. Right? I did. Now, let me ask you this, because uh, Marines, you never say you were a former Marine. You're once a Marine, always a Marine. Right. Is it the same thing with uh, serving in the Navy? You never say, yeah. I was in the Navy. You say, I I, I am a naval officer? No, 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 because I wasn't an What's officer. What's the word? Uh, we call each other shipmates. So once shipmates. you're in the Navy, we're shipmates. You're always shipmates. But we don't say we, I, I'm not, I wasn't in the Navy. I always say I was in the Navy. I'm a veteran. And that's how I identify myself. Yeah, but when I say Nikki D was in the Navy, like I, if you were a Marine, I would say Nikki D the Marine. 
doesn't mean if you're at, it doesn't matter if you're active or not. How do you do that with the Navy? You can just say Nikki D, uh, the naval man, if that's what you want to say, or you can't say a shipmate because we're not shipmates. But yeah, we don't we're not addressed the same as Marines. Side note: Why are you crying right now? I don't know. My eyes I, <laughs> again. Well, and you I, start talking about her service, and she gets weepy, and that's fair. <laughs> I thought it was Gautier. No. <laughs> <laughs> You do no, re- it's allergies. My allergies are just. You do realize that you have. Te- I can't talk I to you if you have tears rolling down your cheek. It's, I've been taking medicine. I was, I was like, am I, is, my, is it my tone? No. It, right. Like, why are you being so aggressive right now, Bailey? So, like, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Jason, we need to see you in HR. Yeah. The way that you speak to Nikki D on the air makes her cry. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. Well, so here's the deal. And I never knew this. It's very interesting. Uh, but those that are in the Navy have always been in the Navy up until just recently, like today or yesterday, mm-hmm. you uh, could not put your hands in your pockets. Not at all. Ever? No. You could Why not. Why do you got pockets, I guess? I mean, because that's how the Great your call. pants are made. You have pockets and you can put things in your pockets, but you cannot put your hands in your pockets because it makes you out of uniform. I got a question. Go ahead. How do you get said things out of pockets? You, you just can't? go Great in question. your pocket and you take them out. When they say you can't put your hands no. in your pocket, what they mean is that if you are marching, if you're at attention, if you're at parade rest, any of those things, your hands can't be in your pockets no. like at all. If you're walking down the pier, you can have your keys in your pocket, but you can't have your hands in your pocket and be walking down the pier. So whether in uniform or not, or just this is only in uniform, just only in uniform. Right. You can never you uh, up until just recently, you mm-hmm. could never have your hands in your pocket. Absolutely. I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <Kyle>. My, <laughs> my, my turn. Um, why? Because it makes you look out of uh, ranks, out of uniform, out of standards, because you had a, a certain image is what the military used to want us to uphold. Mm-hmm. So if you're in uniform, they want you looking sharp. You have certain dress code. Your shoes have to be shined. Your hat's a certain way. And you're walking like somebody with some dignity and respect. So having your hands in your pocket makes you look slouchy, makes you look like you don't care or you're not paying attention. You, They always wanted us to look, feel, be sharp. And that just looks tacky. Was so there you a, could not put your hands in your pocket. Was there a time limit of how long your hands could be in your pocket? No. Like I said, you could <laughs> no. reach in your pocket, take something out. Good but question. if you were just strolling down the pier mm. and you just had your hands shoved in your pocket, somebody's going to yell at you. Do, would you police each other? No. We would only police by officers. <laughs> Literal pocket watching. <laughs> well, Literally I, officers. I'm just asking questions. I've never heard this before. I like to learn new things. So I didn't know if it was like, <sighs> Nikki D's had her hand in her pocket. We're done with the pier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Admiral, I know. Please just don't tell her it came from me. Well, I didn't know if there was like a comment box on the ship. No, no. It's, it's none of those things. An officer, somebody more higher ranking than you, would see you and yell at you until you take your hands out your pocket. I, I feel like the Navy's not the only organization that does that because I agree. I, I think, think all of them had that role. Even outside the military. Like, I, I, I want to say that there's other organizations because I agree. I think it does make you look slouchy, like mm-hmm. you said. It makes you look like you're not ready to go, right. ready to rock and roll. <laughs> well, they've they've lifted that ban, so now I guess y'all can look slouchy. Slouch, yes, slouch so. all you want. They're they're lifting a lot of bands now that you things that you couldn't do when I was in <laughs> oh that sailors now can do. So it says a service memo: uh, sailors are authorized to have hands in their pockets when doing so. Does not compromise safety nor prohibit the proper rendering of honors and courtesies. 
I wonder what got him to that point. And that's another thing, too. If you're walking and your hand's in your pocket and you pass the officer, it's going to take you longer to take your hands out your pocket and salute like you're supposed to. Yeah, I guess so. So there's, there's many reasons why you're not supposed to. Here's but. something else that they lifted. Uh, women, you. Me. Uh, are allowed to wear fake eyelashes. Oh. No, you just made that up. I did not, no. They're also. Let me see. Oh. <laughs> I know the, that's not something that's on there. I've got the official memo in front of me. Mm. Wow, it does say that. Okay, so when I was in the I Navy, I sure thought he was joking. I thought he was too. When I was in the Navy, fake Me? eyelashes was not a thing, but I can see how when they became a thing, they were like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you guys can't do that." I wonder why uh, they lifted that ban. I don't know why they lifted that ban. Well, I well, I have a, I have a theory. Oh, it says um, they the can now wear fake eyelashes that project a natural appearance, and it can't be longer than 14 meters in length. So that makes sense. What? 14 meters? Millimeters? <laughs> That's a lot. Are there two like. M's there? Yeah, millimeters. <laughs> Same thing. Same no, thing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we, actually, we, we actually have these really, really strong industrial eyelashes that we're, we're helping the Air Force. Please. Like... They'll actually land their planes on the eyelashes, and they can fly off of them. She goes, same, th- same thing. They're only one's only a thousand times bigger, literally. Wow. Yeah, I can see that being the thing because you can't wear like my nails. You can't wear these nails in the navy. So what we do is we put all the women at the very top of the ship, and when it rains, we don't get wet. Not at all because of our very long eyelashes. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's 14 meter eyelashes. These 14 yeah, yeah. meter How do you eyelashes. Open your eyes. For, I mean, lift your head, but like open one eye. You got to use your hands. It, it also you helps throw us. Throw it get, over your shoulder. It also helps us get close. Like we're able to drop the seals off on shore <laughs> without even getting anywhere close to the shore. They just walk on our eyelashes. It's a new tactic that we're, we're you know, eyelash. It's called eyelashes on the ground, and and that's what we do. Operation eyelash. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the Navy's moving on up. Makes you want to go back. Yeah, you can put your hand. It does not. It doesn't. Where are these eyelashes? (laughs) No, it does not. Yeah. What was the uh, eyelash thing? Did you know about this? No, I didn't know about the eyelash thing. I mean, I can see it being a thing when our eyelashes came out for them saying, "Nope, can't wear them out of." Out of I, uniform, I've, out of al- I've always thought, you know, like there was always, you remember the, uh, the conversation about uh, women being on the front lines and all this kind of thing. I, I was like, what, what is the problem here? You know, this eyelash thing maybe goes to my point that I had years and years ago is you put the most beautiful women uh, up front, you know, and if the eyelashes help, the bet, nobody wants to hurt a beautiful woman. It could also be a problem like far as what I used to do with firefighting. Like you have these eyelashes on and then you have to go for general you blow quarters. Out the fire. No, it's gonna be harder for you <laughs> to die your equipment. Oh my you god. Set him up for it. Like <laughs> God, put it on a tee, walked away and cracked open a bush light. Yeah, to first, watch your kid knock a dinger out of the park. Hey, first swimmer Nikki, we need you to blow this fire out of your eyes. Bat, 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 bat. <laughs> Oh. No, Nikki, slower. No, that <laughs> makes sense though. Okay, Navy. But if it makes you know the girls look hotter, put them up you know, on the front lines. Amen. You know, there's not one. I don't care how bad of a person you are. Nobody wants to hurt a beautiful woman. Mm-mm. No, that's why plenty of them get kidnapped. So I'm not gonna go for that. Well, they the kidnapping and 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 bad stuff. Two different things. I mean, you know what I mean. Mm-mm. You know, mm-hmm. like. That's why the, 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 the people, when women 
get hurt, injured, God forbid, the worst case scenario, and they hit the news. There's not one. What does everybody say? Oh, she's so beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. You know, it's like she's too she's too hot to die. You know that kind of thing. We feel the same way with dudes. It's just yeah, right. It's a, it's just a it's a human nature thing. Yeah. So anyway, well, good for you, Navy people. Now you can. Wear your eyelashes and put your hands in your pockets. Thank God. I've been waiting a long time for this. Go Navy. Might enlist now. Yeah, I might enlist now, too. All right, first round of headlines. Two big stories from today. What you got? I'm going to tell you what animal killed its breeder and how bottles cost the company millions. All right, two big stories from today. Get you learned here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Personally, I think it sounds better that way. Personally. First round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530. Good air. Nikki D. The saying goes, don't bite the hand that feeds you. H1. Go to the headlines page there, Kyle. I'm sorry. The second hotline. I apologize. That's my fault. That is my fault. Hot, pa- hot key page. His body was found inside a blood-stained kennel on his property. There you go. A rep for the Los Angeles County Department of Animal Care and Control tells us that the pit bulls found at the scene of a home in South L.A. on Friday, uh, a man was mauled. He had this yeah. kennel where he was breeding all these pit bulls, and it, and it looks like he went out to feed them, and they're saying two of the dogs got into a fight with each other, and he just happened to be a casualty of war because then they turned on him. Well, they made the decision to put all the dogs down in this kennel, about 15 dogs, including puppies. They killed all of them. Yeah, They're saying that it was a safety concern and, and there was a safety to people. But I'm like, how is a puppy a, a safety concern? It's part of the family. No. It's in the blood. No. Oh my God. I mean, once that, one of them gets a taste. That's right. So once one of them gets a taste to see what dad's doing and they want to get in on it. They, like, rip this dude to shreds. I mean, there were they were big pit bulls. And, and they, they, he probably wasn't even breeding them properly oh, most likely not no i mean the dog's just a product of his environment right yeah and dragged the owner back into the kennel you know and there was blood everywhere <sighs> mm-hmm. i mean it was horrible uh and for some reason now on my feed like on twitter just all these different pitbull attacks show up now look personally i'm not a pitbull fan but to be fair i'm not going to be like one of those guys where all pitbulls are bad because that's not you know, I've got a family member that I think owns a pit bull. Everything's fine. I've got I have one. You've got a co-host that thinks she owns a pit bull. I have bull. one, for you, sure. You don't have a pit bull. I do. Nelson, it's not a pit bull, is it? No. She's just no. a runt, so she doesn't no. look like them, but she's definitely a pit Ain't bull. Ain't never been a pit bull that ever done existed that had wiry hair like that, and that's a fact. It ain't got the pit bull tail. It don't have a pit bull head. It don't got a pit bull body. I'll bring you the test. Are you, like, proud? Like, are you, like, you just want to claim that you own a pit bull or something? No, Great. I do. Only reason I don't say she's a pit Pitbulls because you can't have them in apartments. She's so I just say one. she's a terrier. But she's really a pitbull. But she, she is a terrier. No, she's not. That's like yes. she's saying I have five pitbulls. <laughs> like, why would yes. you want to claim that? Like, right. because that's where she came from. I saw her litter. Her mom, her dad, her brothers—they all are pitbulls. She you just saw, don't look like. Them. Are you sure pitbull? Are you sure pitbull wasn't plain when you purchased the dog? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm clear on what I have. I've never met someone that wants to claim their dog something that it's... It's like if I were bragging that my daughter was my son. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, 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 really. Just because I wanted a boy. I have a boy. I'm just saying yeah. for conversation's sake. Mm-hmm. You know, like, God, Ariel's such a great boy. <laughs> like, no. No, she's a girl. I mean, right. I know we're in a weird world right now, but, like, you know, let's she call it what it is. She wants to be a girl in this situation. Yeah. So odd. 
It's just what it is. I'm just trying to be honest. Yeah, we're just trying to be realistic. Okay. You know, factual. I um, can give you the paperwork. Right. I can give Might you the just, DNA. I, please. Might just be how the dog identifies. Right. Yeah, Thank right. you, Kyle. <laughs> wow, Kyle. <laughs> Very good. All right, second story. A bottle scheme cost the company $140 million. H2. Can process up to 40 tons of recyclable materials per hour. Uh, which is roughly about eight truckloads. Materials like cardboard, plastics, and aluminum from 1.4 million Valley residents are taken, pressed, and put into bales here. Recycling Service Alliance and its operation manager were ordered on Tuesday to pay $840 million in penalties. Now, the operations manager, Maxima Perez, she was also sentenced to seven years in prison because what these people were doing is they were taking bottles because California has this law where you can take your recycled bottles, turn them in, and they give you money. Well, they were creating fake bottles or, or bottles they were getting from somewhere else, I think out of state, and saying that they were bought here and they were recycling them, and they ended up scamming them for millions. They did this for years before they were caught. Yeah, and I don't think this is... Excuse me. I don't think this is one of those things where, you know, you can go, oh, they messed up. It was an accident. Oh, no, 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 uh, no. No. I mean, this is legit. Like, at some point in time, they're like, you know what? Here's a, this is this is going to work. Great idea. This is a great idea. We're never going to get caught. Mm-hmm. No one ever said, hey, when we do get caught, how stupid are we going to look? Exactly. <laughs> like, if you're going to do something illegal and bad, you, you know, and if you do, you just have to have the question, like, if we do get caught, how are we going to be perceived? I mean, there are some things that you can do where you can back out and say, look, you know, it was an accident. We'll just tell people, you know, it was an oopsie-daisy. We didn't know. This one's just plain stupid. But, and it's common, though. It's, they have a thing called recycling fraud, and they've already arrested 377 people for committing it. That's a I'm lot like, of I've people. I've never heard of that, recycling yeah. Just off of bottles for, like, yeah. five cents. That's like what our right. grandparents used to do is, Pick up bottles for a nickel or whatever the case may be. My uncle still collect cans. All right. Uh, Pearl Jam is going to be at the Golden One Center. This is a big show uh, on uh, the 13th of May. If you'd like to go, we're going to play a game called Three Degrees to Pearl Jam, and it's King of the Mountain style. So whoever the last person standing is, either due to time or the last question, will win the tickets to see Pearl Jam. All right. Golden One Center, May 13th. I need you to start lining up. Now, if you bust out, call right back and try to get back in line because somebody could go through all the questions, get to the last one, bust out there, and then you're sitting there waiting in the wings, and boom, you're back on the line, and you get the tickets for Pearl Jam. And I'll explain the rules here when we get back. All right, need some players, 916-909-0985, 916-909-0985. Start lining up. We'll do Pearl Jam tickets here next. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you being here. Good morning. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Uh, there's Nelson and Kyle in the big room today. Tickets for Pearl Jam, Golden One Center up for grabs, 916-909-0985. We are going to do a game called Three Degrees, uh, Three Degrees to Pearl Jam. So how this is going to work is for everybody that's lined up and took my advice. Thank you for making this easy. Uh, it's going to be King of the Mountain style. So last person standing whether it's the last um, question, I guess, that I'll have or due to time, we'll get our pair of Pearl Jam tickets for today, and we have these the rest of the week. Actually, I think since we missed yesterday, uh, we might have an extra pair to give away as well. You will hear a piece of audio. Within that piece of audio, there are three clips. Each one of those clips, uh, all together, I should say, those clips will give you something Pearl Jam-related. So you have to listen to the clips. I would 
think it would be helpful to identify the clips. Nikki D's not going to be much help to you. <laughs> I mean, she might be some help to you as far as identifying what the clips are, which should be pretty easy. But as far as the Pearl Jam knowledge, uh, it's going to be a lost cause. So you, right. you, you really need to have some kind of Pearl Jam knowledge uh, to any of this. All right. Is your name Sean? It is. Like S-H-O-N, Sean. It, exactly, exactly. 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 Exactly, Sean. You'll never meet someone ever that'll spell it that way ever again. Well, you know, since living out here in California, I've noticed everybody has odd spelling names but pronounced normally. So it's like my name is Stanley spelled with a C. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, But yeah. it is Sean the way that's okay. Sean in Sacramento. Okay, you understand the rules. You understood what I just said, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to play you. You could just run the table here. But if not, I got to let you go. Love you, but I got to let you go to the other next person. And you get to All the right. very last one, you get the Pearl Jam tickets or by the end of the segment. So here we go. The first three degrees of Pearl Jam, P1. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Part of understanding place value is understanding our base 10 system. You get all your calls for under a buck any day. Really? How? Dial 10, 10, 2, 20. All right, there you go. So three degrees... Of Pearl Jam, those three clips make up what reference to Pearl Jam? Oh, my gosh. I'm so blank. Okay. You got three, two? No clue. 90s. I don't know. 90s, no. But that's a good guess, but not close. Joe in Orangeville, how are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. How are you? All right. You want the clip again? Um, You know, I'm also just going to take a wild guess and say that it is 10. Very good. Yeah, there you go. Nicely done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that it's it's just that easy. Of course, the debut album of Pearl Jam, the album that made us all fall in love with Pearl Jam. Am I correct, Joe? That's right. Yeah. You're you have to be a big Pearl Jam fan if you want these tickets. All right. So you get the next one. You get the next one. Three degrees to Pearl Jam. You get the next one. Again, you're trying to run the table. King of the Mountain style. Here we go. Next one, P two. I wouldn't remember me either, Chrissy. Honestly. Um, I have stuff in my hair. <laughs> you don't remember me? Ice cream man is coming! Didn't your mother come to the window and be throwing change and saying, Rich, your father toasted almond bar? All right, three degrees of Pearl Jam. Uh, those three clips make up what Pearl Jam reference am I looking for, Joe? Oh, man. Um, remember? Remember. No, that one's pretty easy, actually. I got to let you go. Again, when one falls off, another spot opens up. So you could be the last person standing here, 916-909-0985. Don't think that you can't get in because when one person goes, we need another to fill the void. Uh, Jason in Sacramento, good morning. Good morning, Jason. Uh, good morning, Jason. Would good you morning, like Doug. would you would you like to hear the clip again? Sure. All uh, I know is well, no, actually, all I know is there was a Van Halen guitar riff. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. Well, we're looking for three degrees to Pearl Jam. So let me play the clip again. P two. I wouldn't remember me either, Chrissy. Honestly, um, I have stuff in my hair. <laughs> you don't remember me. <laughs> This was pretty easy, Jason. I got to tell you, what reference to Pearl Jam, three degrees to Pearl Jam, do those three clips make up? 
Never forget. No. 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 Yeah, I mean, it, it helps. Oh, Jesus. It helps if you I- Jesus. It helps if you identify the clips. Talk it out a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, think right, out. right. Think it out. All right. 916-909-0985. If you want Pearl Jam tickets, start lining up. Again, one falls off, another comes on. Mike and Out Grove, how are you? I'm good, man. Do you need to hear the clip again, or do you know it? I, I'm going to guess it's Jeremy. No. That is incorrect, Wait, sir. It, really? Yeah. I, I, te- I don't remember. No, you can't only have one guess. I don't no. remember. No, no, no. I don't remember how to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to need... I I got two open spots here. I need some more players. 916-909-0985. Pearl Jam tickets. I mean, this is easy stuff. I'm trying to give these tickets to you. I mean, well, yeah, I, I it think- was like he identified that it was Van Halen playing that guitar, you know? Like, right. But he not did- the band, the man. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. You can say more words than just your guess. Like, try and talk through yeah, it. Right. We're not taking the first thing that comes out of your mouth. Right. All right, John and Rockland, you got a guess or you want to hear it again? Um, would that be, uh, Eddie? Yeah, of course. Play it again for me, please. I wouldn't remember me either, Chrissy. Eddie from Stranger Things. Um, I've stuffed my hair. (laughs) Great show. The late, great Eddie Van Halen. And the great Eddie Murphy. Uh-huh. Is that from Raw or Delirious? Uh, delirious. Delirious? Okay, here we go. Obviously. Uh, obviously. <laughs> right. John, you get to move on. Maybe you'll be the last person standing. Are you ready for the next one? Awesome, yeah. You're awesome, yeah. Three degrees of Pearl Jam. Here we go. P3. Why, if it isn't my big brother descending from on high to mingle with the commoners. Sarabi and I didn't see you at the presentation huh? of Simba. And I like to do drawings. I like to draw all day long. So come and do drawings with me. Jeremy Renner, Diane Sawyer. Do you dream of doing those stats again? I've lost a lot of flesh and bone in this experience. This one might be a little bit more difficult. Three degrees of Pearl Jam. You want to talk it out or you got to guess? Um, is the, it, uh, is it the, the, hold on for a second. Hold on. The answer was in one of the clips. Uh huh. Well, yeah, yeah because I, I was worried. Is it Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> Jeremy Irons from uh, what Scar, I don't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, he plays Scar in uh, uh, The Lion King. Scar from Lion King, yeah. All right, and then Simon likes drawings because uh, painting pictures. Yeah. yeah, at home, drawing pictures, pictures of mountaintops. Yeah, Simon didn't draw any mountaintops, otherwise I would have had that in there too. And then Jeremy Renner, of course, making mm. up Jeremy. Jeremy. All right, you get to move on, John. You ready for your next one? There's only a couple more left, so like, you get mm-hmm. them all, you get tickets, and... You're a happy man on a Wednesday. All right, three degrees of Pearl Jam. Here's the next one, P4. Don't listen to these people, Ricky. You're a winner. You've got the gift. Always remember, if you ain't first, you're last. What's your favorite candy? Hershey's Kiss? I could be your Hershey's Kiss. All right, here we go. What do you got? Um. Talk it out. <laughs> 
I know that the first I know the first one was uh Ricky Bobby. Okay. Um What's the Pearl Jam reference? Three degrees mm-hmm. to Pearl Jam here. Uh is it Ricky Ramon? Is it what? Ricky Ramon? Ricky Ricky Ramon. Ricky Ramon. I, sorry, I buzzed a mid answer. Yeah, yeah, loudly My too, bad. by the way. Uh, no, that is incorrect, John. I'm sorry. You can call back, though. You can try again. You were doing so well. Razor Ramon? Razor. Oh, the bad guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt in Sacramento. Good morning. Good morning. Do you need to hear it again, or do you know? Uh, can you give it to me one more time? Sure, P4. Don't listen to these people, Ricky. You're a winner. You've got the gift. Always remember, if you ain't first, you're last. What's your favorite candy? Hershey's Kiss. I could be your Hershey's Kiss. All right. Three degrees to Pearl Jam. What are we looking for? Shoot. I have no idea other than, like the last guy hey, said, uh, Talladega Nights. So uh, I'm going to say Talladega. Now, what does Pearl Jam have to do with Talladega? Why is everyone just keyed in on that first clip? No, 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 no. Talladega. Well, they did play there back in 94. You do know Stone Gossage from Birmingham. Leon in Woodland. How are you, Leon? Oh my God. I'm good, brother. How are you? All right. Let me say this. It might be helpful if you know a little bit about Pearl Jam for this game. All right? Because I want to send you to Pearl Jam as a fan. Yeah, but only a little, right? Just a little. Just like the tip. Yeah. This isn't like the B-sides of Vitology over here. (laughs) Uh, Leon, do you need to hear the clip again or do you have an answer? I think the answer is last kiss. Of course it's last kiss. Yes. Now, the interesting thing about Last Kiss is I've heard a story, but I don't know if it's true, that the way that they came, look, the, the, the story online says that Eddie Vedder was at a record store and he came across uh, the album of, of the original version, which was done by uh, Wayne Cochran. You know, actually, they, they think they did it in Atlanta. And, but I heard a story that they're at a diner and and Chris Novoselic was with them and put on Last Kiss on the jukebox, and Eddie Vedder fell in love with the song. I don't know which one's true, though, so nonetheless. Uh, Leon, oh, yeah, yep. uh, you ready for your next one? You got three left to go. If you can stay king of the mountain, then you got the tickets. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Next one, P5. It's alive. Oh, it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. not dead never felt worse in my life but i am not dead now this one's a gimme what do you got uh pearl jam song alive here you go nicely done mm-hmm. way easy should have led with that one that was very easy nelson sorry very, very very simple all right leon next one three degrees of pearl jam two left again remember if leon does not get any of these i gotta go to the next one and we've got plenty of time all right leon here we go p6 Milwaukee Recreation hosted their 19th annual daddy-daughter dance at North Division High School. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you're voting for me. Please don't call me again. Okay. Club for Growth Action is All right, what do you got? Three degrees? <laughs> like, I mean, like, just giving <laughs> you the answers here, dude. What do you got? Daughter. Yeah, of course. Jesus. I didn't want to give him applause, right? He's like, daughter, obviously. 
Well, what do you want a guy to do if the song <laughs> got one word in the damn title? Did you put this together 10 minutes before the show started? No, I wrote it last night. Jesus. Honestly, right. I think it's great. I think you're doing a great job, Nelson. <laughs> what a, you know what? Whatever. Uh, all right, last one. You get this one right, Leon, and you got the tickets. I almost don't even just like this. <laughs> Should I just tell him what the answer is, Nelson? <laughs> no. please, please just tell me. Yeah, it's it's pretty much that's what we're doing. We're just doing it in audio form. We're making it more difficult to tell you the answer. Here we go, P7. That's one small step for man. We do it better. We do it better. Better blocker, better sprinter, better loser, better winner. Just be better. All right, there you go. Last one. You get this, Leon. You got tickets for Pearl Jam. Better man. Of course, yes. <laughs> really, you could have made it sound like it was a little harder. You know, he's going to kick my ass for this. It, I mean, You're like ah, yeah, I, there's better tomorrow. There's t- tomorrow we'll try better. How about that? All right, oh my God. Leon. Congratulations. You got a pair of tickets to see Pearl Jam Golden One Center on uh, May 13th. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, hang on. Yeah, the whole idea is not to put necessarily the name of the answer. Well, you know what? It's they're kind of abstract concepts, okay? Some of these damn Pearl Jam songs. I mean, you just got to find ways around it. You know, just put a little effort into it, a little time. That's wow. For what it's for what it's worth, I thought the the early ones were, were a lot more difficult and. Had they all stayed that way, we might have been here all day. Yeah, well, that's what I was planning on doing. You know, oh. I've been doing this bit for <laughs> numerous years. And, oh, you know what? I'm looking at the show sheet. Yeah, we got it, it, Pearl did you, Jam tickets for four hours. Well, no, for four days. Yeah, four, it's, it's it's a four-day so planner. <laughs> it's actually, oh, I see. The yeah, show no, planner is actually done by my travel agent. It's a trip that we're going to take. We're taking this into Saturday. He gets miles right. for this. And look, let me tell you, uh, just a side note with Pearl Jam, and and I love saying, I love telling the story, just Pearl Jam is one of the best concerts I've ever been to, and uh, I can't wait to see him uh, uh, at the Golden One Center on the 13th of, of May. Uh, but this was in the mid-90s when, you know, it, it, just everything about this concert was perfect. I mean, it was the... It was the stereotypical guys in college road tripping uh, down to South Florida from Orlando, Florida. You know, a nice four, five, six-hour trip, stopping off, grabbing food, maybe $20 in our pocket, splitting gas, sleeping when we can, hat backwards, plaid shirt around waist. And we get to wherever the venue was. I don't remember the venue, but it was an outdoor venue. And it was just like the video for Alive. You know, Eddie went up to the scaffolding and climbed it and, you know, did the crowd surfing. There were the fights in the crowd. I mean, everything was so perfect mm-hmm. about that. That's what, you know, it, whether it was in the mid-90s or in 2024, if you grew up with the grunge era in Pearl Jam and the Allison Chains and the Nirvanas and, and, and the, you know, all those types of bands, uh, it, it's like an, it, we talk about the nostalgia moment for these shows. You know, even Creed uh, tickets that were given away last week. It'll hit you as soon as you get that first note, you know, and like even when I watch uh, Pearl Jam videos like concerts and, and, you know, you hear the entire crowd, 100,000 plus singing (laughs) Better Man or Daughter or, you know, just whatever. It's, you know, goosebumps. It's goosebumps. So um, I've gotten to an age, I think, that, you know, I don't know if anybody else gets like this when you go see a band that you have, you know, that uh uh-uh for inside Mm -hmm. and you get that nostalgia. Not only do 
you know, the hairs on your arms stand up. Right. But you start to tear up a little bit. Yes. Right? Because you, you, mm-hmm. you have these you have these uncontrollable flashback moments to when you first heard Pearl Jam. Like, I can tell you the first time I listened to Pearl Jam, and 10, it was a bunch of us in high school, and we were at one of our spots that we'd go drinking, like in the middle of, like, the woods. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine had a pickup truck, and we were, you know, a couple of us were laying in the back of the pickup truck, and he put it on the stereo, put the CD in the stereo. And we sat there and listened to the whole thing. I was like, what is this? Who is this? Oh, my God. Fell in love with the band. You know? And it was- You know what you just wrote was a country song. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because now all they do is just tell you what they're doing and then say a different artist on the radio anyway. It- you literally just wrote ne- the song of the summer 2024. And, and it's called what? The Back of a Pickup Truck? Back of a Better Man. Yeah. The, the first time. <laughs> feels feels like the first time. Feels like the first time. Right. Feels like the first time. <laughs> that is a really good country title, though. All right. Well, we'll have more Pearl Jam tickets with, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> maybe we'll make it more difficult on Nelson. We'll do four degrees. You know what? <laughs> or maybe no two degrees. Maybe we dumb it down a little bit. That'll be easier for you, for him. All right. Uh, I thought you did great, Nelson. It's fine, Kyle. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Are you sure it's fine? I don't know if it is. Oh, just, we I, don't want you to see, I don't want you to see me cry on Zoom. <laughs> uh, as I continue to try to manage my stress so I don't have a heart attack. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> with Nelson not helping the cause. But my doctor did say... I'm so sorry. That I'm one stressor away from having a heart attack. It's not, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. It's a true story. Pretty scary stuff. So I think I've found one way to relieve stress. And I don't know mm. if this will work for everyone. I know it works for me. Uh, and unfortunately, the spinoff of this idea has cost Nelson a lot of money. From oh, my God, yes. <laughs> All right, give us a minute here. Hang on. Yeah, I found an old passion of mine. And actually, you know what? I got you know I got to thank for this. I got to thank Abe Cannon, our afternoon guy, because he moving here from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and I are both gamblers, and we we're talking about you know uh, all the different things to do and all that kind of stuff. And so he he's a he's a big poker player, and mm-hmm. I'm a, and I used to play poker a lot when I lived in Florida. So this was like over ten years ago. I was at the poker room like three four times a week. So uh, so I went out you know and started playing some poker with him. And now I've been like I put in. A 15-hour and a 12-hour session of poker this past weekend. That's a lot of hours. It's a lot. Right. But I've got to tell you, Nikki, it's a a de-stressor for me. You know, and as goofy as this sounds, and you'll hear more of the story if you get the BS Uncensored podcast today on uh, the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com, but uh, poker is life. I know that sounds like a T-shirt or bumper (laughs) sticker, but at any given moment, at any given poker table, those nine players, each one of those nine players represents a sect of life. Like, of people you know. And that's why you play the person and not the cards. And so you can kind of identify, like, well, that's the gambler. That's the cocky guy. That's the new person. That's the sweetheart. That's the deer. That's the dick. That's the darling. You know, that kind of thing. And so uh, I sat there, and, you know, thank God I have a cool wife who's actually an enabler. And she's like, you know, I'm like, do you need me home or anything? She's like, no, no, because she's taking her California real estate license test. So she's got stuff to do anyway. And she was like, no, 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 stay there, stay there. And I'm like, stay well, as long as you want, spend the night. Well, it was like 10 o'clock, it was 11 o'clock at midnight. <laughs> right. 
you know, and, and I'm like, are you sure? It's okay. She's like, yeah, please stop asking me that. I want you to enjoy yourself. She's got cucumber slices on her face. Right. Her up, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, at some point in time, I'm like, is there a reason why you don't want me home? She's just mm-hmm. relaxing. You know, it was yeah, like. Have you, have you double checked to make sure there's not reciprocity between those licenses, Georgia and uh, out here in California? She's just no, shining not. you on? No, okay. there's, California's not, not, not the state. No, it doesn't do that. <laughs> but, but I do check for like, you know, uh, any, like if Pedro the pool guy left anything behind in the house, you know, while I'm not there. <laughs> So it, it's a de-stress. So I found one de-stressor that works. Now I got to work on this breathing exercises that I'm supposed to do like for 20 minutes a What's day. What's taking you so long to work on these breathing exercises? I just haven't come up for air. Okay. Got you. See what I did there? I saw yeah. what you did there. Yeah. Because we've been talking about it since last week. So I thought you looked the guy stuff up and you were ready to go and start breathing. She didn't see what you did there. Yeah. I, 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 I've got a feeling that whenever I bring this conversation, you look so, I don't know if it's uninterested or angry when I talk about this. She's like, just white people stuff, breathing exercises. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's like she's look at not. Her laugh. It's, <laughs> it's almost like, it's almost like she's not even listening to my story. I've already heard your story. I'm listening to your story. I just don't always get all your jokes. Uh, oh, so you get angry when you don't get the joke. I'm mm. not angry. There's an anger there. There's I'm a negativity. Angry. It's like she's uninterested. Nelson, tell me if I'm wrong here. Uh, right. Okay. And she's had enough. She's she's just had enough? Is that it? She's fed uh, up? That's, yeah, it's at this point. Well, because you keep talking about it, but as you had mentioned, you've not you've come not up for air yet. You've not done anything. That's not true. It's the whole point of the story. I started my de-stressing by playing more poker. But that's you're, like, well, you're that's the whole saying point. that you're distressing from playing poker, but the way I look at that is still, I think that can be stressful if you're losing money. But the breathing exercises are something that you could have started last week as soon as you found out about it. But so what are you waiting for? I've got to go to this, like, I've got to take the time to go to this this guy's website. You spent uh-uh. 12 hours in a poker room. You didn't have five minutes to go to a website? I did not. Hearing you, a lot you of absolutely excuses. did. Right. You don't understand mm-hmm. how stressful it can be at a poker hates table. excuses, and you have well, every excuse why you have not started these breathing treatments. It's Listen. not an excuse. It's just I haven't, I, like, I want to sit down and really dig Breathe. in. Yeah, I want to take a breath, and I want to dig in. <laughs> you know, I, I just need. So when are you going to find the five minutes to do this? Um, Soon. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Before you have the heart attack? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. hopefully, yeah. Let's get on anyway. it. You know what's scary is every time um, I get a little flutter in my heart. Uh-huh. You think that's it, the big one? Yeah. This is the one? It's It scares me. It, like, it really does. And I'm like, can't live like that, man. Is it going to be like in the movies where my arm goes and I'm able to pop out of it and I'm able to tell you like, hey, Kyle, take me to the hospital or something? Or do I just fall over? The, yeah, heart, attack, the heart attacks I've seen have not been like that. I've not had one personally, but I've seen three other radio guys have them. And it's a lot of heavy sweating and like your skin loses a lot of its color. Well, okay. Yeah, you go a little, you go pale, real pale. And then a lot of people also I've heard uh, complain of like an acid reflux type feeling. Are you serious? I swear to God, I'm not messing with you. I know you have acid reflux problems, but like a lot of people who end up in the in the hospital finding out they've been having a heart attack for eight hours, it's been because they go, well, I just had, I had a heartburn and I don't, I didn't want to bother anybody and it's a man, you know, so we don't go to the, the hospital. Look, I'm a believer. I believe in, in the good Lord. I do. I believe in God and uh, I, I believe in all that stuff, right? But I got to tell you that if I have a heart attack before Nelson, I am an atheist. 
Uh-huh. What? That there is, can't be a god. There really cannot be. be a god. No, there is a god, and he told you to do breathing exercises, and you haven't done them. So it's you can just, only well, blame yourself. The, Listen, guy, the guy that told me to do that definitely was not God. Right. God had him tell you that. In Bailey's defense, the new afternoon guy, Abe Cannon, he doesn't breathe. You know what I mean? So he plays poker, and that's it. No breathing. If Nelson does not have a heart attack before me, mm-hmm. atheist. I'm no. telling you. Or satanic. Yeah, I'll back I'll back with satan. Not satanic. I'll be something else. Yeah, why not? Just I'll, go full pagan. Yeah. Full pagan. You don't even know what that means. I absolutely I do know what that means. What? It means that uh have you ever been to uh, Cracker Barrel? No. The well yes I have. Peg game that they have. Oh my okay. god. That's where you went. Yeah. You do you do well at that game. Okay. He, he's pagan. I'm pagan. He pagan. I'm pagan. 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 Pagan that bitch. <laughs> mm. All right. Second round of headlines uh, with the uninterested Nikki D, please. <laughs> I'm going to tell <laughs> is you. Is it because you were sweat? What is your problem right now? Are you sweating this uh, thing at the fourth grader thing today? No. Okay. Something wrong with you right There's now. There's nothing wrong with me. Gosh, you're the most Raise paranoid your- person on the planet. Oh, there we go. There we uh-uh. go. She's getting angry. I'm completely fine. She's That's not fine. Of- I'm not getting the Nikki D laugh. I'm not getting the giggles. I'm not getting any of that. Raise you your right to- hand. I'm not raising See? my right hand. I'm not in court. You are in court. I'm well, definitely not. Yeah, you are. Constantly. You're constantly in court. <laughs> my court. All right, second uh-huh. round of headlines. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you what idiot traumatized a Girl Scout troop and how many more arrests were made in the Kansas City shooting. I know what it is. I nailed it. I know what your problem is. I don't even know what you're about to say. I'm not going to say anything. I just know what it is. All right, second round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, second round of headlines. Thanks so much to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki. Some punk robs Girl Scouts doing what they love. H3. And almost made me cry. Because <laughs> it's, it's hard work. They work long for this. This is her granddaughter's third year selling cookies. She keeps the money they make hidden. And she says it's easy for people to let their guard down. So okay. serious. Yeah, a Girl Scout in Texas got her cash stolen by a thief who pulled a quick snatch and grab in front of a Walmart. You know, they're always normally standing outside of some type of a store soliciting their cookies. And you see on the video this guy, come. he's coming out of the store looking like whatever. Um, the mom is turned around talking to her daughter, who's the Girl Scout, and he just grabs her whole thing of money and walks off. They're just kind of stunned after the fact. Police have put out a video of all of this to try to get uh, people to identify him. This happened in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, now, the Girl Scout Association did comment on this and say that, you know, this Girl Scout uh, trooper, they're not that they're trained for this, but they're handling the situation with safety appropriately and that they will help this uh, girl with her money being recovered. So they're urging anybody, go buy some cookies. It'll help them. would be great is like the rest of the Girl Scouts were there and they tracked him down and just beat the living schnizzles out of the guy. That uh-huh. would be. They start choking him out with their sashes. <laughs> well, are like, are you surprised? Like we see flash mobs. Of people breaking into Louis Vuitton stores and stealing thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Are we surprised that some guy took a, a, a bowl of cash sitting on a table guarded by a 10-year-old? Yeah, but when are we going to... I mean, I feel like we're living in a different world now when we're stealing from babies. Like, we're stealing cookie money from a little kid. Like, to me, that's next level ridiculous. It's different that you're going in and stealing some 
$5,000 purses, but you stealing baby's cookie money? Like, that's a new low to me. Oh, it's even worse than that Ridiculous. because of the, right. there's, you're, you're not stealing just from the kid. You're stealing from the organization. Do you know how much money right. they make you know, a year selling those cookies? Uh, a lot. $800 million. Well, they're all, you know, let's be fair, too. The Girl Scouts are stealing from us with the, what they charge for those cookies. They are, and the prices keep going up. And now they'll probably increase again because people Why, are stealing are money. Yeah, they're like $20 a box now. It's no. like absurd. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. but It it's, used to be like $5. Now they are upwards of $20 a box. That's not a joke. Maybe what? this, what? Maybe this mm-hmm. was just a disgruntled Girl Scout cookie eater. And it's like, you know, all these years I've participated in your Girl Scout <laughs> cookie buying. And now that you're price gouging me, I'm taking all my money back. Ridiculous. Yeah. Did they find them? No. They didn't no, they them? haven't found them yet. No. All right. Well, somebody's going to get their bad guy badge and track them Absolutely. down. Absolutely. They yeah. put his picture and his video out. It'll, it's only a matter of time. All right. Second story. Along with juveniles, two adults have also been arrested for the Kansas City shooting, H4. Today's announcement comes after two juveniles were detained last week on gun related charges and resisting arrest. So more updates have come out about this Kansas City shooting that took place during the parade where we were celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl win. Dominic Miller and Lindale Mays are two adults that now have been charged with second-degree murder. Um, they also were hospitalized because the idiots shot each other. But apparently these <laughs> men did not know each other before the shooting. There was some argument that took place, and a group of people were arguing. One person pulls out a gun, and then Kansas City, their gun laws are a little slack. So everybody pulled out a gun, and they just start shooting at each other. And then other people got harmed in the middle of it. So some of the crossfire, I didn't know that. So some of the mm-hmm. crossfire was from people that could carry. Right. And they were trying to be the good guys. Right. Wow. So it was an argument. Somebody pulls out a gun. Somebody else pulls out a gun, pulls out a gun, and it just goes down. And you know, the, the when this took place, they, the pictures were of this guy that looked like a bad guy, just looked like a bad guy, and he was cuffed. Mm-hmm. And law enforcement, like, paraded him through the crowd. And it looked like he already had a jumpsuit on, like a red jumpsuit. He had bald head, looked mm-hmm. mean and stuff like that. Come to find out that he was arrested, I guess, prior to the shooting just for, like, alcohol-related charges, but everybody thought he was the guy. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's how they were teeing it up. He was just out there drinking too much. I mean, talk about dumb luck, mm-hmm. right? You know, the guy's being— He's, he's pr- the face of the shooting. He's, he's the, like, it wasn't me. He's the face of the shooting. The guy's <laughs> like, okay, maybe I had one too many, but damn, people, relax. <laughs> right. I didn't shoot anybody. All right. So, Brett Michaels in his Party Gras tour— will be in town March 1st at the venue, Thunder Valley. A pair of tickets for You Don't Know Jeff. We're going to try to outbrain the five-time, five-time, five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world, Jeopardy Jeff, when he joins the program here next. Need some players? Your options, you can take either Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D. 916-909-0985. Again, 916-909-0985. We'll do You Don't Know Jeff here next. Thank Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. You Don't Know Jeff. There he is, five-time, 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 five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world, our friend Jeopardy Jeff. Welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Doing well. How's everybody doing there? We are getting through things. We're getting through things. Uh, We got tickets to see Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels will be at the venue Thunder Valley March 1st up for grabs. Mark uh, McGrath will be there. Uh, Lita Ford will be there. Steve Ajiri will be there as well. 
Uh, so it's a good. I'll be there as well. So it'll be a good time. Nothing but a good time, if you will. Uh, again, thanks for joining us. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson, uh, and there is Kyle. So those are the tickets up for grabs. And let's get some players. We got Kenny in Sacramento. Kenny, who would you like, Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D? Uh, I'll take Jeopardy Jeff. I don't blame you. There, we haven't won one yet this year in twenty. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it today. Misty and Antelope. How are you, Misty? I'm good. All right, you're stuck with me and Nikki. All right. That's fine. That's <laughs> she's sweet. She is sweet. She's, That's fine. Yeah, we're like a charity case now for this game. All right, buzz in sounds. Uh, Nelson will ask the questions. Jeff, what's your buzz in? Matt. All right, Nikki. Fave. Mine's woo. If I can get it out of my voice here. All right, Nelson, you ready? I am. Are you? Yeah. Let's go. <clears throat> no pressure. Yeah. You are trying to prevent him from going ten in a row. Yeah. <laughs> that pressure's on me. In the category. <laughs> In the category of beverages. Beverages. This non-alcoholic drink is traditionally made with ginger ale, grenadine, and garnished with a maraschino Babe. cherry. That would be Nikki D, Team Bailey D. That's a Shirley Temple. You're right. That is. Yeah. She's right. Let's go. Final answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Why'd you look at me like that? Because I was thinking, like, would you say grenadine and what else? That'd be grenadine and garnished with a maraschino cherry. Okay, I was waiting for the, it's like ginger ale, right? Ginger ale and mm-hmm. grenadine? Uh, Sprite. Yeah, or Sprite. if you're, like, Sprite. If you're okay. at a cheap pizza parlor. I think that's Sprite. why I hesitated. Yeah. That's why. All right, go ahead. That's why I said traditionally. <laughs> this drink is a sweet, lightly effervescent, and low-calorie drink made from fermented tea, sugar, bacteria, and yeast. Ooh. Bacteria. This drink yeast. is a sweet, lightly effervescent, low-calorie drink made from fermented tea, sugar, bacteria, and yeast. Do Two? I get to play? No. Oh. No. <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff? Horchata. And that would be incorrect. Oh. That would be a cinnamon rice drink. Yeah. I have uh, no idea. That would be kombucha. Kombucha! I don't even know what that is. I thought you guys would get it at fermented. Kombucha. Here you go, kombucha. Kyle. You want to play? You got an answer? Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> and send it over to me. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. In the category of science, mm. <laughs> formulated as NaCl, it's the chemical name for. And now that would be Jeopardy, Jeff. That's uh, sodium chloride right. or table salt. Yeah. Uh, sodium chloride is what I was looking for. Yes. Son of a, I knew that. I would have sounded so one? smart. Dang. The chemical name for common table salt was the rest of the question. Yeah. Gosh darn it. This term describes the time it takes a radioactive substance to decay to 50% of... That would be Jeopardy Jeff. Half-Life. And that would be correct. Half-Life. Half-Life. That was a really nerdy way to say that. Sorry. (laughs) I got nothing on that one. In in the category of awards ceremonies. Okay. Only eight women have been nominated for this prestigious. That would be Jeopardy Jeff. Best director. And that would be absolutely correct. What? That's super impressive. This prestigious Oscar category, including this year's offering from Justine Triette. (laughs) Whatever. Jeff should go on Jeopardy. (laughs) Five times. There's a dumb version of it. As of this year, this artist has the most album of the year Grammys at four. Whoa. And that would be Team Bailey D. Taylor Swift. And that's absolutely correct. Yeah. 
Boom, I was there. (laughs) (laughs) The category is 1989. Mm. Woo, Taylor Taylor Swift. 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 That's incorrect. You like how I did that, though? In January, this vice president was officially sworn in as the president. That would be Jeopardy Jeff, just barely. George W. George H. W. Bush, because ah. I was there. Uh, Bush is absolutely correct. Oh. And, when you, and when you were somewhere, if you're Nikki D, you're supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. You think you're having Thank a you. stroke? Yeah, well, we're gonna grab that clip for sure. <laughs> one one of these occurred just before the start of Game Woo. Three, and that would be Team Bailey Dean. Earthquake. Earthquake. Final series. answer. That's yep. correct. All right. Sorry. 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 like, I was there. And Dave. <laughs> Dave was right. <laughs> was not alive. Dave Stewart was on the mound, was he not? Uh. Yeah. Huh? Three. Yeah. He I think so. It was. It was the A's and Giants. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. Look at that. I don't know. I can tell you the eight women that were nominated for a best director, though. <laughs> I Taylor can't Swift. tell you anything about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I can't tell you anything about who's on the mound. The category of rock and roll. All right, oh, baby, let's go. Nikki loves rock and roll. <laughs> Although the band's name is Van Halen, the years of 85 to 96 are informally known. it. Woo. And that would be Jeopardy Jeff. What? His lips move first. Yo, I'm going to have to lips that's, move That's Van first. Hagar. And that is correct. Oh, we got robbed. Wow. No, robbed oh, that That's crazy. Check the tape. No, but you can't go by the audio. You got to go by the lips. And your lips moved after his lips moved. These lips don't lie. They're lying right now if they're saying that they deserve that point. <laughs> his hips. Nice, <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. Shabelle. The Taylor Swift song. <sighs> the category is still rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> At 28 years, seven months, and two weeks, this rocker holds the second longest gap in top 10 hits. Faith. Team Bailey D. Come on. Don't, don't look like that. I, I got a scene before five Jeff. Phone. I didn't Elvis. even hear the question. Five, oh, four, on. three, You're not two, even listening? Metallica. One. That's incorrect. I don't oh, know. I didn't man. Know what I was just checking my phone. Jeopardy Jeff at 28 years, seven months, and two weeks. This rocker holds the second longest gap in top 10 hits. His collaboration with Rob Thomas ended the drought. See? Woo! Oh, Oh, uh, Santana? And Santana is correct. Tito Santana. (laughs) Tito Santana. (laughs) Buzzed in too early. No, I didn't. You weren't paying attention. (laughs) I gotta beat Jeff's mouth. <laughs> Thank you. Eight oh four. All right, got it. You don't know what I do in my spare time. Oh, whatever. <laughs> the name of this category is your nose. Your nose. When you are said to work hard for a long period of time, you have that'd be Jeopardy, Jeff. Put your nose to the grindstone. You've put your nose to this, the grindstone. Dang. Yes. Wow. I've never heard that before. That's, that's grandpa stuff right there. That's yeah, good. well, that's why I got it. <laughs> when your act of revenge ends up hurting you more Whoa. than the tarp, and that would be Team Bailey Dean. In spite of your nose. Right? Isn't that your spite, your, cut off your nose to spite your face? That's it. Boom. Final answer. Yep. 
And that would be correct. Yep. There you go. Give Nikki Ooh. D her flowers on that one. Jeez. You have cut your nose off to spite your face. I, I was waiting he, for that. As soon as he said nose, I was waiting for that. I was like, he ain't doing any work on this. <laughs> I know he's going to do that one. I don't think you would have accepted nose face. On. No, I would not have accepted <laughs> Bailey's answer. Face, I would I would have face. gotten there. Spite nose Maybe face. not today, but I would have right, gotten someday. there. One day. In the category of fish. Were you about to ask what the score was? Sorry, I paused you on that. I have four. We have four. Jeopardy Jeff has seven. And I love oh, fish. Close. This is my favorite poker hand. Seven, four. The category of fish. The Huma Huma Nuku Nuku Apu Wana. And that would be Team Bailey D. The official, uh, official fish of Hawaii. Hawaii is the answer I'm looking for. Yes. All right, let's go. The Huma Huma Nuku Nuku Apu Wana is found in this stage I can one, name 100 so different fish from Hawaii. You've ever seen <laughs> the movie? No. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. God, you remember every line of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> yes, like, he does. I'm a Sarah Marshall fan, and you like go to the Comic-Con version of Sarah Marshall. Like, <laughs> if they had a Sarah Marshall con, you would have puppets that you made. It's a good movie. For him, it's not Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At all. Never remembering Sarah Marshall. Remember, yeah. <laughs> Still in the category of fish. The walking variety of this whiskered fish Whoa. was... And that would be Team Bailey D. Catfish. 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 Introduced to Florida from Asia in the 1960s. Yeah, right it was. Mm. Just like that. We're back in this thing. Yeah. In the category of finales. What? Finales. Finales. Finale? finales. I think you're saying to say finales? Finales could be finales. You're saying the you French wanna, word. Oh. You want a finale? Yes. At 106 million live viewers, this series finale is... Ah, uh, you're going to get it wrong. That was Team Jeopardy. Mash. Nope. And MASH is the most oh. watched oh. TV episode of Dang. all time. I was right up. You thought it was Seinfeld. No, Bailey was going to psych me out there because you you made me second guess. Right. Psyched me out. That's what I was doing and you ruined my psyching out. I'm bad. Psych. <laughs> get out of my psych out. <laughs> Although its last season was widely panned, this HBO series. Hey. Team Bailey Dean. Supremo's. Game of Thrones. Mm. Five. I'm not playing. Four. We'll go with Sopranos. Three. It'll be on you if we're wrong. All right, Sopranos. That's incorrect. Ah! Although its last season was widely panned, this HBO series still drew 19.3 million viewers to its series finale, Jeopardy Jeff. It's that. That one with, uh, I can't even think I of I swear name. to God, if you get this wrong, Jeff, what were you just looking at? Oh, my God. Don't give him clues. You're hosting it. What is your problem? That's like, Game of Thrones. Yes, that's correct. I, you can't say that. Let the guy do his thing. You don't. You don't... I didn't look at anything. She but said when, the but answer. I I said what, the but you don't reiterate it. As you don't see Alex Trebek. Well, he's not doing it anymore, but you don't right, see Alex yeah. Trebek doing that. You know what? And I don't see Rod Roddy or whoever the hell they have off in the corner uh, giving Alex Trebek any lip. You know what? When it's called the Rod Roddy Show, they can give him lip. Son of a bitch. He's got me there. He's always got the trump card, doesn't he? Even though my name's not Rod Roddy. You're not Rod Roddy. And they're, that's Price is Right anyway, and that guy's dead too, I think. But I'd love to be Rod Roddy. Those jackets <laughs> oh, are the deal. Oh, my God. What's the score? Sure. I don't know. We have six, <laughs> and Jeff Jeff has nine. Oh, okay. Nice. Ooh, sexy numbers. Let's go. This category is called In a Circle. Oh, This device with one pointed leg and a pencil on the other is used to draw circles. Whoa. 
Team Bailey Dean. That's the thing with Five? the explorers. It's a and tractor. The three. And it's called a tractor. Two. Protractor. A no. Protractor. Contractor. That's protractor. Not a pro- <laughs> It's not, it's, not it's not a pro. Go it's ahead. Not a pro tra- go ahead. That's a buzz. Jeffrey, Jeff, what do you call that? Draw circles. That's a, it's a compass. That's a compass. Oh, is shoot. it really? That would be a compass. Yes. <laughs> that's. Like, I thought that's a compass was called, north, south, east, and west. Two, there's more than one compass. But it's both. I mean, it, yeah. it refers to both devices. I didn't know. <laughs> I I didn't know. Yeah. I knew Game of Thrones. She, she though. said contractor. Yeah, yeah. Contractor. <laughs> it's Earl. <laughs> this part of a circle shares its name with a bone in your arm. Faith. Team, <laughs> Team Bailey. Team you better Bailey. answer it. You buzzed Team in. Team what bones are in our arm? Five. Think about that. Four. Is, is a femur? Three. In femur's in your arm. Three. No, it's in your leg. Oh, that's in our leg. Two. Um, a wishbone. <laughs> I got the answer. I got it. I got it. Go ahead. Give it to me now. Radius. And that is absolutely correct. Oh! Yeah. yeah, okay, fine. Just because Kyle held it up. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> if you're going to give me the answers, you have a camera in front of you. Don't show it in front of the camera. Yeah. And here's my dumbass. I didn't even see it. You can see he his was. lips, but you can't see him cheating. I know. That makes up for Game of Thrones, all right? Fine. <laughs> all right, we're done. Damn it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> oh, my God. Kenny, you got the tickets to see Brett Michaels at the uh, venue Thunder Valley on the 1st of March. I'll see you oh out there, God. brother, all right? All right, thanks for listening. You hang on. Don't go anywhere. We'll see. Misty, I know you weren't excited to take us, and I don't blame you. I'm so sorry. This is not our year. <laughs> oh, it's okay. All right, you can try back tomorrow. We'll have more tickets, okay? Have a good day. All right, you too. All right, if we're we'll being see. honest, I felt like there were a lot of really gettable questions for you guys today. There was. Uh, Yeah, for the for most Jeff, part. Jeff, he's like, yeah, there were. I mean, I just have to get my lips to move faster, I guess. <sighs> or get Kyle to help you. Easy, wow. Easy. That'd be a sore winner. Look, ne- I promise you, next time he cheats, you won't know. <laughs> yeah. I used that line once, and now I'm divorced. We're, so don't we're, we're, we're going to work on that after the show. We're going to work on passing notes, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. something we got to practice a little bit. Going right. to the table. All right, Jeopardy Jeff, thanks for coming on. Make sure you give a follow Jeopardy Jeff on Facebook. He's on the social media, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy? All right, y'all take care. Have a good week. Bye, 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 bye. I really wanted to get to this next category, too. I can't wait for next week. Well, me neither. Strange movies. I'll give you a little hint. It's strange movies. The category is rectangles. The category (laughs) is simple edition. Uh, you know, you know, like, I think everybody said this, right, as an adult. My I can't believe my parents made me do this. Right. You know, like when I was a kid, I can't believe my can't believe my mom did this to me. I can't believe my dad made me sign up for this. Well, I promise you, if there is any of those things, it won't compare to what this Memphis mother was busted for having her child do. Now, if you do have one of those, what did my mom or dad make me do when I was a kid? I'll take you before I tell you the story. 916-909-0985. But I guarantee not even close. Never in a million years would I even thought that a parent would have their child do this and then take pictures to prove it. So it's not like it's lore. It's it's actual real-life stuff. I'll tell you that story here in a minute. Hey, when you grow up, you look back and you're like, especially if you can have that conversation with your parents after, it's like, I can't believe you made me do this for all these years, right? No, I never had anything like that I was pressured to do or sports or anything like that. The, the craziest thing that I look back that my dad used to make me do was 
wash and wax his car and, and cut the grass. I didn't feel like I should do those things. <laughs> Why didn't you feel like you should? Because you're a girl? Because I'm a girl. <laughs> and I, I'm like, he always wanted boys, so he had us doing boy stuff. Well, no. They, they, Boy, that's, that's everybody's stuff. Yeah, but that's that's just <laughs> teaching you responsibility. Good for dad. Well, I learned yeah. that later in life. I still won't wax my car, but I know how if somehow I ever had to do it. But tell me that there hasn't been a time with your daughter. You're like, you know what? I think you need to learn a little something. Why don't you go outside and wash and wax my car? Right? <laughs> no, I did make her cook the other day, though. Uh, I felt proud about also, that. Also, if they're... If they're going to do a biopic of your life someday, Nikki D, you know there's going to be a scene early on where you're washing a car, and then the next scene is going to be you fighting a fire on a ship. <laughs> right. I'm just that's saying, good. like, that's the foreshadowing. So I bring this up because uh, no one can top the story of what this Memphis mother was busted for. She was busted for child neglect because this goes over and beyond the goofy stuff of, like, washing and waxing a mm-hmm. car. Uh, but I think you could play devil's advocate in here somewhere. And I'll tell you what happened. So this woman in Memphis was reportedly, they say, arrested for allegedly, throwing those words in, even though there's pictures to prove I was it. I say, it's not alleged. I saw yeah. it. <laughs> well, she's got to be she's got to be convicted for to say the, to get the allegedly out there. But there this is, is pi- still America. Yes, it, there's still there's picture proof. She had her young daughter and her kids like five. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Wax the vaginas of adult women. Yes. What? Yeah. What adult woman would let that happen? This had the internet going crazy when this story first came out because this is this is why she's arrested because, of course, people have to put everything on social media. And when she put it out on social media, people went crazy. That's all everybody was talking about. All right, now, I know it sounds kind of like you're going, what, did he just say that? Uh, yeah, I did. But yeah. you know, take take the take the maybe shock value out of it. I'm not trying to do that. It's a thing, you know, women, guys get waxed. Everybody gets waxed. You get waxed in your genitals, manscaped, women get waxed, lasered. It's a thing, right? So this woman, I'm assuming she like, did she have like a company? or? Yeah, it's her her profession. It's It's what she does. And in her mind, she's passing on her legacy down to her children. Like they're going to run the business long after she's gone. That was like her stance she was taking on Facebook when she was arguing with everybody online. So here's where I'm going to play devil's advocate. Now, just please listen to me. I'm not saying I buy into this, but let me play devil's advocate. Let me throw the other side to this. I like this game. I want to hear it. And actually, I've turned my shock face off. I want to hear this. Okay. Mm. So how many times you take over the parents' business? You become an electrician because you've been doing electrical work at five, six, seven. You watch dad. You go out on calls. You thought it was cool. You picked it up. That's why you're so great at it now at 30, 40 years old. I hate you for making sense. Right? Okay. I hate you right now. So just because we live in this country where we're, sex is always taboo, when you talk about it, you say the word vagina, or, oh, my God. You know, it's, it's such a shock value when it shouldn't be a shock value. I mean, like, grow up. This woman's profession. It's not like she was doing this. She wasn't titillating, right? This is what she did for, for right. a living. And so she's passing it down to her daughter, even at five years old, just to grab the strip and rip it off. Not like she wasn't supervised. I understand perception and reality. I get that. But to play devil's advocate, she this what she does. If she didn't do this for a living, there would be a big problem. Well, there's a big problem anyway, but there'd be a huge problem. She's passing. Right. Da- she's passing down her trade. She wants her daughter to take over her very successful vagina waxing business. Well, here's the problem. Her daughter's five. Number one. Number two. You have to be licensed to to wax people. You can't just slather on wax and pull it off because somebody well, shows you how to do it. You have to be licensed you, to do now, this hold because on. people can. Don't cut me off. People can be 
harmed if you do this incorrectly. You're using a hot substance. Number three, she had this child working 10, 12 hours in a day. Well, do you think, but she's not working by herself, 10. She's with working with mom. Still, right, that's too much for a five-year-old. I get passing it down. I worked in my family's restaurant at 14 before I was of legal age to work. I worked in my family's barbecue restaurant. Again, I was not five, and I was not using chemicals that could harm me or the person that I'm doing it on. But you have to think that she's not doing all the prep work. Mom's doing the prep work. Most likely, she's just grabbing the strip and pulling it off, right? This picture in these videos, she's putting the wax on these women. Prodigy. And the fact that Mm -hmm. these women are laying their overgrown behinds and opening their legs up and letting a five-year-old wax them is crazy. That's nuts. it, well, no, it's it's the opposite of nuts. Right. Oh, God. It, so, but so stupid. what you just said is like you were working in the restaurant as a kid. I was, but you I know, was 14, not five. I, I know, but still underage is underage. You know, legal age to work and what, you know, not. It's still, the, that's the point. There's, I mean, there's really favorite. no age gap there. It's still, you're you're a minor and you're working and you're you're doing the family business. You were probably in the kitchen, maybe on the line a little bit, doing some stuff that, People with skill, like, you weren't supposed to do it. And if the customers knew you were doing it, they'd have a huge problem with it. So it's kind of the same thing outside of vagina. No, No, it's It's the vagina that gets people. Right. No, and and another thing, guess what? I guarantee you nobody in my family posted on social media that I'm working in the restaurant at 14. They didn't have social media when you were 14. If they did, it wouldn't have been posted. It wouldn't have been posted. People post everything on social media. Hold on. If there were social media at 14, you would have posted it. Yeah. Don't, oh, don't, you were just lost that argument. Uh-huh. Please. Stacking them dollars. Please. No, no. Ho- holla small business. Hashtag. <laughs> Again. Yeah. I just want to go back to one thing. Hashtag working at 15, working for the weekend. <laughs> what now? Uh, one thing Nikki D said, you only have to be licensed to charge because anyone can wax anyone else. I used to wax my ex-wife. No, it's called being an esthetician. You have to get licensed and stuff like that now to, to be an charge. esthetician. To charge. Anyone can wax themselves or have a friend wax them is what I'm telling you. It's not, well, it's okay, not yeah, for that. But she has an actual business that requires her to That's have her. a license. Yeah, she just wanted you to know that I wax my ex-wife. She's working underneath <laughs> her mother. Right. Yeah, like literally. So, I just know how to wax is all. Okay, I know you wanted to get that in. We got it, Nelson. You waxed your wife. Any ladies are available for waxing. Oh, my gosh. Nobody no wants charge. you to wax them. No charge. I have the, the wax beads and everything. <laughs> Wax beads. I thought it was. Yeah, they start as beads and you put them in the little pot and it heats it up and then you slather it on you. Yeah. Did you really just cut her off just so you he could did. get in that you could wax your ex wife? He pretty, did. I did. Check your I phone. Did. Nobody cares. He wanted people to know that. <laughs> I think someone cares. Uh, so 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 she's she's being busted for child neglect. Yeah, this, she was arrested and, and she's taken to jail and now she's about to face time in jail for this crime. What she's doing is a crime. I get her reasoning of teaching her daughter something. And I always love it when I see young kids who can like do great things. Like there's little girls who can do hair and their mothers have taught them how to do makeup, but that's not harmful to you. So that's why those parents aren't arrested. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. That's a good example. So what if this woman was a hairdresser right? and she had her daughter helping out with braids or cut whatever she wouldn't know. be arrested for that i understand that so you have to have so a license to do that though you have to have a license to do that so what well, you said harmful what's the harmful part the i mean wha- she could take the scissors and stab it in somebody's neck you know you 
use scissors when you're doing braids? No, I'm cutting hair, Nikki. I'm just saying in general, cutting oh, hair. Yeah, no, I don't. I have never seen anybody letting their kid cut hair, but I have seen little kids who can braid, yes, or who can do different styles. Or what like if I, she strangled the person with the braids? I mean, mm-hmm. just say well, there's, if she strangles somebody with the braids, there, that'll be criminal. There's always going to. Follow me here. These are hype. These are these are embellished hypotheticals. I've think, never, think for a second. I've never run into someone who so quickly forgets that he's playing devil's advocate. It's like every she's like a goldfish when she circles the ball. She goes, "Whoa, whoa when did we get a castle?" <laughs> I'm saying the same things could happen. Is there something could go wrong? So what's the difference between the two? There, okay, you're speaking hypotheticals, but what you're saying, there is a big difference between somebody just braiding your hair and somebody putting hot wax on you that can give you third-degree burns. No, just ha- hair cutting, like whatever. I mean, scissors there. You're razors. trying to still get me to, to see the comparison of two things that don't compare. They don't compare. How about you keep, why don't you just use this uh, argument, Nikki D, just the ramifications of a young girl around a bunch of nude strangers. That right as well. Like, Right, no one has touched on that angle of this. Well, it would be now it would be different if there were men, of course, but they're oh, women, right? No, that doesn't make it better though. That's you're weird. you're having this young child see all these women's private parts. That is not something you should do to a 5-year-old at 14, at 41, 2, however old I am now. I don't want to see another woman's genitals. Yeah, I don't but, want to see them. But a 5-year-old seen that before. They got it. But they've seen that before, mm. you know, she with moms the, anyway. Yeah, mom's walking around naked. To see your mom <laughs> and to see a bunch of strangers is two different comparisons. What if they're aunties? It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to figure it out. I just want to know if the, where, where the line is. Just mom. You would feel comfable with your five year old doing this? Absolutely not. not. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah. So uh, I mean, the devil doesn't need more advocates. Yeah. She forgot again. I should. <laughs> Men in black thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm not with this. I still I mean, don't. I still I'm don't sad understand that she's point. going to jail, but I do think that so she stupid. needs to understand that what she's doing is wrong, and she should be on the registry. Was she getting and married? So should those women. Be- yeah, she's getting married. That now that's now that's going to come into play. I I agree with you. Like Better. so, the argument then would be, okay, is it sexual in nature, or is it not? Like, is it? I mean, is it? Like, is yeah, it? Is I it pornography? The, the, yeah, is the defense attorney coming right. up with that angle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's going to be the same as somebody exposing themselves to you, look, which is why it's a deal. Right. Absolutely. This is a hundred percent minor. A hundred percent incorrect. I'm just saying. I don't understand why. Is that what you're saying? And I'm not falling for it anymore. I just want to go on record that I I understand why. Thank you. Just in case. <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you why Lizard is not man's best friend and what famous hotel song is a part of a lawsuit. All right, get you those two big stories from today. Get learned. The third round of headlines here in a minute. Hey, stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, quickly, third round of headlines. Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, 530 Good Air, Nikki D. Some animals just can't be pets, people. H5. Say Gila Monster Venom is about as toxic as a Western Diamondback rattlesnake. There is no anti-venom for a bite by this type of lizard. They're actually the largest lizard in the United States. A 34-year-old man died after one of his pet Gila monsters bit him. His girlfriend said she heard him making some kind of weird noise in the other room. She comes in. He's foaming out of the mouth. He ends up passing out. 
They get him to the emergency room. Um, the doctors are going to declare him brain dead. And over the weekend, he ended up passing away. So the Colorado Parks and Wildlife made a plan to take the reptiles and transfer them over to South Dakota because, again, they're venomous and it is illegal to own these things unless you have a license for them. Yeah, it's so silly. You know, the those people with these types of reptiles, it's... I, I don't know what d- deficiency that you have in your life that mm-hmm. you have to prove you're so tough, but no one cares. I've just got to tell you, you know, when you walk around with your giant boa constrictor or you want to show off your King Cobra, it's it's the goofiest thing. It, they're not pets. Like, pets are stuff that you snuggle with, right? Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're cute. They're fun. If you can't, if you can't put it around a kid and play with, th- it. And play with it, it's not a pet. Not a Gila monster you, is not a pet. If you listen to them, though... They all just think, oh, you're wrong. You're the weirdo for it. If you're a lizard person, you're weird, and I stand by that. <laughs> and this, my name is Nelson, and I stand by that. And this is my next question is, the lizard killed him, but they didn't put the lizard down. They transferred him to a wildlife. But Good. if a dog bites you, they put the dog down. Oh. Why? What is the difference? If a shark bites you, they hunt that shark down, and they kill it. Touché. But lizards, they get to live. Why? Yeah, because well, there's no I, dog zoo. Well, how about this? Somebody murders somebody. <laughs> They don't put that person down. If no. they do, it takes forever. No. Uh-huh. Right? They no. just ship them off, and then we Absolutely. have to keep them alive forever. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. want to know. I want justice. You're really upset about that, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I know you, you know are. I am. I'm going to play devil's advocate on behalf of the Gila monster here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Please. <laughs> yeah, I understand. All right. Second start. <laughs> Ripping off the Eagles will get you sued. H6. Drug addiction, tribulations of fame, and a Yacht Rock rivalry? The Eagles' timeless masterpiece, Hotel California, mm. is even more intricate than its guitar solo. Rare book dealer Glenn Horowitz, former Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame curator Craig Incardi, and memorabilia seller Edward Kaczynski are Whoa, all nope, charged nope, with nope, conspiring nope, 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 nope. to own the try and sell manuscripts of Hotel California Bef- and other Eagles hits. I'm did, getting I, that out. Did did, did, I, did time <laughs> slow down or was it me? <laughs> I, I want the word before all charged. <laughs> what? All charged. You said sons. Kaczynski. But the, and after that, that's all I said. I said Edward Kaczynski. No, were there's charged. an M. There's an M word in there. Memorabilia. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That's not even as bad as it was before. That's like <laughs> accurate. My favorite was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the story was. I just <laughs> I just know that from now and forever. Whenever I say. <laughs> 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 like I'm gonna take my time at that first you syllable. You have to. Yeah. It's a hard oh word. <laughs> don't steal what? from the Eagles. What? Is, <laughs> yeah. The lesson to be learned. Don't steal from the Eagles. <laughs> mm. right. Thank oh you very God. much. Whatever that last story was. Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't steal from the Eagles. Don't steal their memes. These guys try to. Uh, and they're going to be sued. I got a, uh, I got a movie you should go see. I like going to the theater. That's another de-stressor for me, by the way. And I agree with you on that one. Theater, for sure. going to a movie, chilling yep. out, you know, having a dipper, bringing my trail mix. And it's very relaxing. It's in there with the soda pop. But this movie's phenomenal. And in this biopic, they did one thing that is very unusual for most biopics. Now, I know why they did it. I'm glad they did it, you know. And I subscribe to, there's nothing wrong with a little positive propaganda. All right, tell you what the movie is and what that is here in a minute. 
Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. There's Kyle. Doug's going to be out for a little bit. I uh, can't say much, but I did speak to him uh, via text last night, and so far so good. So uh, we wish him nothing but the best, and we want him back uh, to us in our arms as soon as possible, safe and sound. I can tell you that. Are our arms wide open? Our arms are wide open, Nelson, mm-hmm. for Dougie T. Uh, the podcast, uh, the Uncensored podcast, the one we do outside the radio show on Wednesdays, we uh, put up a new episode. It'll be up today, shortly after we get off the air, uh, thebaileyshow.com or the Odyssey app, and then eventually by the end of the week on our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show, if you would uh, like to get into that. I know a lot of you two peers get on. It's Nikki D's fault when it's not posted immediately. Of course it is. And then it comes to me that I did something wrong. Like I got suspended or I got fired or something like that. It's always funny, the progression. And yeah. we can go ahead and tell you now, it's not going to be posted immediately after the show today. I have to go talk to kids. What time is your kid Don't talk? Don't message What me. time is your kid talk? Um, I'm going to be going to the school at 12. Oh, so you're leaving right after. Mm-hmm. All right. I think you're I think you're sweating a little bit. Your, your demeanor changed after we discussed in the first segment. No, I, th- I didn't. I think you're afraid. I'm not afraid. You I look just terrified. am not sure mm. what I'm going to say. So it's changed your demeanor the entire show after no. you like, I think we talked about it, Nelson, and she started really thinking about it and going, oh my God. Got her in a nugget. This is going to be really tough. When I do a mm-hmm. Ted roll talk, this is going to be tough. That's <laughs> not roll. Because it's either that or Mama D text or something's going on. Talk. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and I, I don't just say, I uh-huh, keep ima- Nelson. I'm just imagining you up on the stage, right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to uh, be quiet, in the stage. Please. This is going to be intimate. I'm going to go from classroom to classroom. Don't say okay. intimate and fourth graders in yeah. the same thought period. God, we just got done discussing that. Yeah. Intimate <laughs> setting is what they're calling it. So I'm not going to be in an auditorium. I'm going to go to each classroom and talk to each class individually. She's going to show and tell. She's going to wax her vagina in class. Oh, no, no, never. I think the key is... To lean on the like, hey, work hard and achieve your dreams. This is what I love to do. Uh, lean on the fact you get to do things like go to the Grammys. If you've met anyone famous or interviewed someone mm-hmm. famous, like just throw that out that there. That fourth wow. graders would know. You guys are so vanilla. It's not even wow. funny. So vanilla. It was like, you should lean on uh, talking about the celebrities you met and stuff. Why don't you not lie to them and tell them not to get into radio? Right. That's Why don't you go point. up there and say, what? instead of having some kid 20 years later come after you with an ax because you lied to him Wait. when he was in fourth grade, why don't you say it? Why don't you tell them the real struggles? I'm not going to tell them not to get into radio, but when I tell my story, I always tell my real struggles. Yeah, they, but it's, I don't tell them not to get into radio. How excuse me, you, you got to push through. Excuse, but I don't do that with fourth graders. They're too little. Excuse me, uh, Nikki. It's uh, five o'clock. We've kept the kids long enough. Your struggles have to be over by. They're all crying. <laughs> all the kids. The parents are outside the room. They're very mad right now. Uh, all right. Well, best of luck to you today in your Ted Roll talk. Thank you. All right. I hope you Ted do well. Talk. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna trademark that. <laughs> you should. Right. You really should. Uh, I told you this weekend that you should have went out, uh, Nikki, and seen the uh, Bob Marley movie. One. Love. I know. I wanted to, but it started raining, and I didn't want to go outside. That's the best time to go to the theater when I didn't it's raining. Go you know, I take my trail mix. I take my you know, get my soda pop. My wife likes to get the popcorn. I mix the popcorn with my trail mix. I prop my feet up. I got a, you know, got my spitter. I got my dip. Uh, it's 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 the best, you know, and that's part of my de-stressing. I got to go to mm-hmm. the theater more. I got to go to the movies more. The theater. So let me tell you, 
Everybody laughs when I say theater. I don't know why. It's what it's it the is. way you say it. Like you go to the theater. Mall. Like you went to see a play the or theater. something or the opera. It's yes. literally called a movie theater. I know, but nobody says it that way. <laughs> no one says I have to go to the theater more, and they mean the literally the, the movie multiplex. <laughs> the, the the theater. No, the theater. The theater. Two weeks. <laughs> anyway, well, I went to the theater <laughs> and I saw the Bob Marley movie. And I mean, like Bob Marley, nobody hates, nobody dislikes Bob Marley. Right. It's, it's like, no. you've never met anyone that says, I can't stand Bob Marley. Right. Like, you can't listen to a Bob Marley song and say, like, you, you might, it might not be your cup of tea, but you don't sure. hate it. It's impossible because it's too positive to hate. Right. So yeah, it's the message is too positive. And there's and there's no there's no like financial propaganda behind it. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about Bob Marley. And so this this biopic that they did of him, which was controlled by his family. So it had all the kids, Ziggy and all the kids and whatnot. And uh and it's funny because I've seen Ziggy perform before. Like he goes out on tour with Jack Johnson a lot. And not until watching this movie did I realize how much Bob is in Ziggy, obviously Mm -hmm. being the dad and stuff like this. So, you know, for those that don't know, Bob Marley, um, his music really was uh, about one love. It was about Mm -hmm. love and and positivity and love one another. But it wasn't kind of like the mushy stuff that we have now where, you know, you, you don't necessarily believe everybody when they had that message. His life was literally strife. I mean, back in, in those days in the 70s, um, was, you know, Jamaica, a, a British territory prior, was being pulled apart by two different worlds. And so there was constant killing and shooting and fighting and, you know, political powers trying to gain power. And every day something was going wrong. So when you had someone like Bob Marley that was trying to bring both sides together, it you know, one side didn't want that, one side didn't want that. So he ended up being a villain to a lot of people because, he was a positive guy. Right. Now, with every good, there's bad in anybody. I mean, you can take any great person in the history of, of people and you can find skeletons in those closets, especially back in the day. Womanizing, not, ex- you know, never accept it, but accept it differently than it is now. You know, all, a lot of greats were womanizers, cheaters, you know, adulterers, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the drugs, I mean, Rastafarian religion i mean marijuana is part of that Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's not that big of a deal there's other things involved but what i liked about this biopic is they didn't mention those things a little bit they touched a little bit on the womanizing that was on both party both sides he and his wife Uh, but they didn't live there and unlike the biopics of like freddie mercury and elton john and elvis and all these ones that we've seen recently uh johnny cash the it was very hot those were very hollywood because they had to give us the 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 conflict the overdose of conflict yes. because that's what our brains supposedly always want this one controlled by the marley family gave you just a touch of it just so you understand the conflict was the struggle in jamaica at the time mm-hmm. and which then was the struggle within but the overall message of the movie was very positive like i mean it was supposed to be positive but it didn't leave doubts it didn't leave questions it left you feeling good that there was a like Bob Marley, like it or not, without a doubt, one of the greatest poets of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about how great of a lyricist like Kurt Cobain was, or uh, or or, uh, or or Morrison, or you know, all these different great poets in rock history. Bob Marley's lyrics 
and the way that he came up with the lyrics, the improv and all that, I mean, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of people don't realize how he died either. They don't. They think that he died from being shot or killed or murdered, but he actually died from skin cancer. Yeah, melanoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. I just found that out. Yeah. Do you because know what? he refused medical treatment, right? Like it was part of his religion? So, no, 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 no. Um, it was it was a lot of, so, and you know, didn't you know how old he was when he died? Uh, was young. He was in his 30s. Wasn't 31. He? Yeah, 31, yeah, 31, I think. Wow. In 1981, he was 31. Right, correct, right. yeah. So, at least the movie, he has this issue with his toe. See, and, that's what I had always heard there was something with his toe, like that. but I thought that was just a rumor. So he had this issue with his toe, and it kept, continued to bleed. Mm-hmm. And he had left, after he got shot, he had left Jamaica. He took. The, uh, he had his wife take the kids uh, mm-hmm. to Delaware, of all places. And so oh, I thought he, they moved to London. Yeah, uh, no, he went to London. Oh, okay. First, he, and he went sent to, his kids to Delaware. His wife took the kids to Delaware. His oh, wife was in the band with him. Okay. You know? So when he took the kids to Delaware, I mean, he he went to London uh, to clear his head and and to write a new album. And then he wanted to do, you know, when they did the Exodus album, which is I think Rolling Stone claimed is like the greatest album of all time. You know, they they went out there and he's like, I want to do something. I want to do something big, man. You know, and he mm-hmm. he's like, so they bring in this new guitarist that has more you know, played with Stevie Wonder and a lot of greats that had more of a, a, a jazzy, you know, electric kind of uh, to it. So if you like listen to the Exodus album versus prior music that Bob Marley had done, they didn't have that guitar riff. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, which gave you know a lot of these great songs and whatnot. So while he was out there writing songs and doing his thing, then his wife and kid, his wife. I think his wife came and joined him and then maybe brought the kids afterwards. But he was going out on tour in support of the album. And then they he he really wanted to perform in Africa. That was that's what he wanted to do. He's like, they're struggling in Ethiopia, just like we're struggling in Jamaica. I need to talk to my people. And so the label had booked dates in the UK and whatnot prior. And he's like, get me to Africa. And then he had a guy that who also got shot with him years prior that kind of turned heel a little bit because he got sucked in all the money. So he's taking money and, and, you know, there's always that guy, you know, with all these artists, right. That get caught up in the world. So he's, so he he gets upset with him, beats him up. He's like, Hey, look, dude, you know, I I said, I want to play. I don't care. It's not about the money. It was never about the money with Bob Marley. Right. Which is, you know, a lot of these artists, like Kurt Cobain wasn't about the money. Mm-hmm. You know, you see him while they're dri- like you look at Adam Sandler, not really about the money. You know, you can just tell it's not about the money. So uh, so f- then then there, he wants to get to the United States. His goal was to make his music and his message so powerful. This is how we thought he could help out his country the best, mm-hmm. his people the best, is that make his music so powerful around the world that people would listen to the message. Right. So if he was able it's like playing risk with a guitar. If he was able to conquer the UK, conquer Africa, conquer the you know the Caribbean, which is that would have been easy for him, but conquer the United States especially. Mm-hmm. If he's able to conquer all these places, people would understand the message and they would support what he's trying to do. What he's trying to do. Yep. Which was you know brilliant, mm-hmm. right? Brilliant. A lot of confidence, right? You got to right. have a lot of confidence. You know, he really never he never toured in the United States. Really? No, he, he, he did like two shows. He had the same thing happen to him as a lot of artists have where he blew up and his popularity became what it was after he died. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. So I think one of his last shows was at, I believe, Madison Square Garden or somewhere like that in New York before he had died. Mm -hmm. And he never got to tour the United States. You know, just like Elvis never got to tour outside the United States. Right. Right. Isn't that crazy? Right. But he's a big deal here in the United States. Everybody knows Bob Marley. They got all his stuff everywhere. All his whatever, whatever, whatever. I grew up knowing Bob Marley, but I didn't realize he died before I was ever even born. You know, what would Bob Marley and Willie Nelson be selling right now? Uh, like if Bob Marley doesn't die and he's still he's still with us, those little hats Willie. and bandanas. You know, what I mean, he's about Willie's age, isn't he? Or would have been? No, no. he's he's way younger than Willie. I would say he's younger. Willie's like eighty something. Willie's in his nineties oh? now. I think. He, no, he's not that old. Is he really? Willie oh, so you're saying Willie's born in the thirties and Bob Marley was born in the fifties? Okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah, Marley would definitely have a successful weed business. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Willie turned 90 He's in 90. April. Wow, really? 90, 90 years old. About to be okay, 91. So, so yeah. when, when did, you know, like I grew up thinking that Bob Marley was, I, like I didn't know a lot of this stuff, to be honest. I thought he was everywhere till this moment, right, right in history. So I grew up just thinking, you know, Bob Marley's cool. Like I had that Rastafarian friend, you know, the white guy that, you know, it was like <laughs> wear the hat, you know, and he smoked the weed and he uh-huh. had the colors and, you know, you know, I had that friend. So, you know, he kind of turned me on to the, the you know, the, the reggae type of music. And then you kind of learn about it as as different bands uh, are influenced by reggae, you know, in the rock world. You hear 311, definitely reggae influence and all that kind of stuff. So, like, when did Bob Marley become the international sensation? I think if when- he died in 81, 84. When that last album he released came out, it went on to be the top selling um, reggae album of all time. And then it went in the history books also as one of the top selling albums, period, of all time. So it's like I said, after he died, that's when he got the boost in popularity. And when that album came out, everybody's Bob Marley this, Bob Marley that. And now he's on the map everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when, in 1984. Yeah, but was there something that happened that's right you know like you see a lot of these bands that oh mtv the world why right because they're music videos same or tiktok now right tiktok now you see artists mm-hmm. like olivia rodrigo right if it weren't for tiktok i mean she might not be who she is today right was it featured in like the third up in smoke movie and then all of a sudden that soundtrack blew up or whatever i get what you're saying yeah there's tons of mtv artists what you know i don't think mtv was very friendly to bob marley no. There's you know, a lot of movies that his songs played in, though. Yeah, but there... The I'm one just, I think of the most is I Am Legend. I'm just wondering mm. if there is... But one, like... If there's just one thing. You know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean, but I don't know what that was. I, I don't know is. what it is either. And I can't think of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, MTV launched the year that he died. So, you know, they, they didn't have, you know, it's like Headbangers Ball and then here's the joint Rastafarian style with reggae. Uh-huh. They, didn't ha- they didn't have a reggae... Did you know enough? Of, did you know enough about him when you were watching the documentary to tell what was real and what was fake? No. See, and that's another that's a good thing. question. Yeah, oh. I don't know enough about him that I would be able to tell that either. But I read an article that said one of the scenes in the movie where the guys who originally tried to assassinate him comes back and apologizes. Yes. They said that's fake. That's fake. So now I'm going to watch the movie and I'm like, I'm not going to know what's real and what's fake. Right. Yeah. That, I don't uh, feel like I know enough. Well, that's mm. a huge part of the movie because he sees that guy throughout the movie. Oh, <laughs> and the guy represents everything bad. But the guy that shot him, this is another thing, whether it's real, whether it's fake, who knows, was when he shot him, they they stared at each other for for a couple seconds, which felt like hours. Oh. And the look on the guy's face was he didn't want to do it. 
Okay. And he was almost like, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. And Bob Marley looks at him and goes, go ahead, my brother. Go, like, just looks at him and is like, go ahead. You can shoot me and kill. Like, I'm ready. If that's what you need to do. It was like one of those moments. But I don't know how true that I don't. I, right. Oh, right. I don't know. <laughs> that's another thing. I'm there. like, oh, I want to see it. But I don't know what's real and fake now. His real name was like Nestor. They, that's real. And he said, but <laughs> oh, they. Yeah, it can't be Nestor. He's like Nestor, but they call me Robert. Uh-oh, now they call you Bob. Mm-hmm. You know, And there was a guy, you know, like the head Ewok, like the head medicine man. There was a guy, head Rastafarian guy, uh-huh. that turned that that brought him into to Rastafari, to the Rastafarian world. Culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, culture. Gotcha. And, 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 you know, start singing and all these mm-hmm. other things. And the love story is great. I didn't know about the love story either. You know, I know he has a ton of kids. Yes. Uh, which is crazy. You know, like you think about like people now, like, I'm not bringing kid into this world just seen his world right <laughs> <laughs> right kids are there yeah, tons of kids and people are dying and shooting and cars are blowing up right outside of your house mm-hmm. you know you have a, a guy with a, a an automatic weapon guarding your 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 iron gates to get out you know so anyway very very good movie really 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 good movie i want to go see it God, now you got me thinking, like, what's real? Like, that's a, any of these biopics, that's what you should do. There should be, like, a website that tells you what's real and what's, what's, real and what's <laughs> fake before you go. Oh, I'm sure there's a YouTube video up of it now that some punk kid that's breaking it all down, so you can go check it out. But that's another thing. Have you ever met somebody that's been, like, a Bob Marley historian? I have not. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. And most people that I know that love Bob Marley, it's just because they smoke weed. Right. They probably don't know five fun facts about him. Yeah. But right. you go to any of these other biopics and they'll, you know, oh, Freddie didn't do that. Are you kidding me, Elvis? No way. You know, I know for a fact that Johnny Cash, you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't think I'm ever going to hear it. No. There, that is so wrong about Bob Marley. Let me tell you. Right. Weird, isn't it? Right. My uh-huh. whole life I thought he was shot and that's why he died. I just found out days ago he had cancer. No, that was the sheriff. I thought he overdosed. But not the deputy. Not the deputy. Not right. the deputy. <laughs> just the no, sheriff. No. We're all off. Right. We're all off. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. Want to hear something horrible? What's that? There's a news story out of South Florida where a five-year-old, I think there was also seven-year-old, seven-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl were trapped under a mountain of sand on the beach. They were digging a hole, and it caved in on them. Oh. Whoa. The Were they unsupervised? The five-year-old ended up dying. It was uh, just sucked. It was one of those kind of Florida sinkholes. Dang. And just the earth sucked him in. Isn't that horrible? Oh, that is horrible. Yes. That's that story I always tell about the sinkhole. This was back in, I think, the late 90s. Uh, a guy, uh, two brothers had a house. They lived together. One of the brothers went to go take a nap. and Or no, it was the middle of the night, I think. And a sinkhole opened up just under his bed. I mean, that's like Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, right? Yeah. And the it just, I mean, and it was huge. I mean, it sucked him all the way into the earth and then went on top of him. Oh. And that, it was done. It was just over and done with. Like, and the brother gets up. He's like, hey, everything okay in there? Walks in. There's a hole in the bedroom. I mean, how, how, how freaky oh. is that? Very freaky. I've never been a part of any of the sinkhole uh, things. I've never even seen one in real life, but it freaks me out just when I think about it. Yeah, we used to have, you know, like we had a couple little ones in our backyard where you, you start to see the ground start to sink, you know, just kind of sink in a little bit and then, you know, have to fill it in. And jo- actually in Georgia, where we just moved from, they actually have a lot of them for different reasons, not because of how close to, to the uh, sea level they are. 
But because back in the 80s, in certain communities, there with the new builds, there wasn't any laws, there's no code in place, and you could dump your trash in your yard and just bury it. So all that compost would eventually, over time, decompose, which brings sinks the ground in. That's crazy. Yeah, because my neighbor had that happen. Just like I have a fear of dying in space, I have another really bad fear of stepping in quicksand. Quicksand. Mm-hmm. There's like, something I'm to die that way. There's something I'm to serious. that. You know that, but there's psychologically there's something to that. Oh, what does it mean? I don't know. I'm just telling you, there is. Like you yeah, should look it up. Those are my two things: space and and quicksand. I You're, think I'll die that a, way. There's a John Mulaney joke about how because of cartoons when he was growing up. He thought quicksand would be a way bigger problem than it turned out to be. <laughs> Did you say you worry about dying in space? Yeah. Just don't go. Yeah, that's I can funny. promise you you're not going to get there. <laughs> but well, That's funny that she says that because she's never said she's scared of doing it. She said she's going to die in space. What? Well, I think I'm going to be raptured up. So I don't know if that means as I'm rapturing, I'm going to die when I hit space. I don't know. But it's something I think about a lot. Rapture when is a... heaven start? What do you mean? When does it start? I don't know when it starts. Well, but like you're you're imagining that heaven is this place that's like what above above you. At some point, we're just out into space. So you're thinking that once you leave the atmosphere, as your body is being raptured up, mm-hmm. that you're just going to keep floating into space. You wouldn't just like dissolve into heaven. That's not I, I probably ima- will dissolve, well, but I don't know at what point. I can answer your question. What? Because uh, heaven is a place on Earth. Oh my mm. God. That's what they say. That's what the song says, but that's not what God says. Heaven is a place on earth. Ooh. Heaven <laughs> is, Ooh. Is, Ooh. is a place on earth. It's just like I'm listening to the record right now. Right. <laughs> right? Uh, fourth and final round of headlines uh, coming up here in just a little bit. I wanted to ask you quickly. We only had a couple minutes here. Just killing time. Um, is uh, How did your date go this weekend? Oh. Um, was not a date. I did have an outing with uh, Lacey and Carrie. I'm going to call her Carrie because I think we're saying her name wrong, and I don't want to keep messing it up. Was that like a California thing? It, it's it's spelled Kristen with a Q, uh-huh. but pronounced uh-huh. Carrie. Uh-huh. She said it's Christine. Christine. And I think we were calling her Kristen. That's what your paper said. Listen, I just wrote down what I saw on the screen. Yeah. And then her middle name is Carrie. I can remember Carrie without a problem, so I feel better saying Carrie than Christine right. or Kristen. But uh, so she didn't feel like a third wheel with you and uh, Lacey? Of course she didn't feel like a third wheel because she was not a third wheel. She was a part of the outing. She actually picked the place that we went to. It was some place that she frequent often. She brought the darts because she has her own set. She plays professionally. Wow. So, yeah. Plays really. Professional dartsman? Mm-hmm. Woman. Darts Wait, woman? Well, when the... I say professionally, I mean not like NFL professional, but like she's in leagues and stuff. Mm. She's yeah. in a league of So she's own. amateur. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's no crying on Nikki's dates. No. Yeah. no. No, no, So we, we. Did Lacey make a move? No, she did not. She was uh, super cool, like she always is. Yeah. When I got there, um, I was late and Carrie was late. I felt bad about that, um, but I'm always late. Um, no because Lacey was on time. <laughs> it's a power And move. she had worked all day. So I felt a little bad about that. But she already had like a tab open and was um, buying drinks for everybody. I Who's paid Lacey. Lacey yes. Yeah. I would like it to be known that I paid for the food. Okay. Why, do you, why is that important? Because you want to think that I just want people to buy stuff for me. And that's not true. Oh, okay. So, well, I mean, she would the- be more of the, she, she admitted this. So she's more of the guy. So I would think that she would have bought the food. No, yeah. I bought the food. Thank oh. you very much. Okay. 
And uh, so we just all hung out, talked, played darts. And then after we played our first round, we sat down and Carrie just kind of talked to us about her life and some things she'd been going through. And I think she really needed the the talk time with, with girlfriends, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so that's what we did. And then about 11 o'clock, we left. You guys didn't play uh, no. massage therapist no, or anything? No, we didn't. Whatever you're going oh. to say, no. We <laughs> played darts. We ate food. We drank. <laughs> We had fun. There was some new drink that she ordered just for me because I'm not a big shot taker. It's called a brain hemorrhage, and it looked gross. That was not a It's a new shot for you, yes. It's called the plaid shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Was there a five-year-old behind the bar serving drinks to take on the family business? No, 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 no. Those are grown people. Could have been. It's called the thigh spreader. (laughs) (laughs) Here, let me give you this. It's called the be open. (laughs) <laughs> nope so you know like we we did the thing for the lonely hearts at bennett's and we met you know all these great people and Lacey being one of them and Lacey came on and <clears throat> did not deny that she thought nikki you know was the cat's pajamas right mm-hmm. and and uh was that same yeah and so <laughs> so like you know nikki's been going through you know trying to find some friends and, and like i said every person that she goes out with she just you know she comes back and she's like oh my god what's wrong with these people what's wrong with these people and I'm like, I, I, I wish I could help you. I don't know what to do. You know, like <laughs> I found some great people here in California. I've, I've, I've made some great relationships. And I was like, I don't know what what's going on with you. So, you know, we find Lacey and she, you know, there's kind of twofold with Nikki not being able to find the friend and not being able to find a man, you know, so she's in a spot. And so like now you've got, you know, the Swiss army knife of all in one. <laughs> and so I was like, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just talking what i observed i mean i'm not trying to i don't have i'm not trying to push an agenda or anything each into their own but somehow i became the bad guy in this whole thing where mama d was upset because i had posted a you know i guess a miscommunicated thing on social media where i posted a a reel done by my social media girl gabby uh and talking about how nikki met a new friend and i guess that was portrayed as something else by your mother which I can understand, you know. And be- you also spoke about it on the air. You keep leaning heavily on, oh, I just posted it. There's no big deal. You had an agenda when you spoke about it. You called no, it a absolutely. date just now. Exactly. I called what? You called it a date just now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, a date with the girls. I mean, Your friend date. It's a da- like, date. Today's a date. Today's uh, the totally 21st of February. Mm-hmm. That's how everybody uses it, for sure. Uh-huh. I mean, I've got a, I, I've got an interview date uh, at uh, later on this afternoon. Brett Michael. Nobody totally. says that. Listen, it's very interesting that no one is pointing out the fact that she completely deflected all of Mama D being mad at her for right. being kind of open to it in the beginning there. Oh. It's she saw it was rolling downhill onto you, and she sidestepped that and let you took the, take the brunt of that. And you know what's even funnier okay. is is for all the open-minded people that's, uh, that, in, uh, that that live here in this great state— is that no one had a problem with the closed-mindedness of Mama D. Do <laughs> you want people to come after my mother? That Absol- wouldn't be smart. No. That's crazy. That wouldn't be smart for anybody to do. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But you know how people tick and what they do. So they instead they're coming after me for just suggesting that there's an opportunity. That's all I said. Okay. A friendship. And it was just friendship. And it is friendship. And Lacey's um, great. We're going to actually hang out again. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie, she's cool. We'll probably hang out with her at some point. I don't know. So you got a little crew. Yeah. Yeah. I, like- I might have me a new friend circle for sure. That's great. That's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. Because what, what- I want friends.
And, and that's great. You should have friends. And and, and what uh, is the next date? Uh, we're gonna go to San Francisco. That's oh, a, right a perfect it. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Why is that a perfect place? Just because you've never been. I haven't. Well, I've been once with Nelson. We went to the zoo, but there's a lot of places apparently I have not seen good restaurants there. So we're going to go try oh. them out. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You're going to stay like the weekend. That'd be cool. We're not staying the weekend. It's going to probably be oh. a day trip. Mickey's probably going to go with us too. Yeah. More girls. Oh, that's we're going to hang out. Well, that's a, that's <laughs> a really good, strong group of crew there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's still probably going to go with me whenever I do my appointment because that would be rude of me not to. Your appointment? Yeah. For my facial thing. Lift. Oh, Lacey's going to go with you for your facial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's what people you just met do. Yeah, that give you a prize like that. Absolutely. Of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, that's, I know, I I don't have time to do it. I met a guy just the other day. Oh, my God. I had minor surgery on my knee, and he was with me every step of the way. Whatever. Every hobble of the way. (laughs) Picked me up from the hospital. He's... I was in hospice over the weekend, and this guy was amazing. And, and I literally just opened the door for him, but we just kind of hit it off. This guy's being dudes. <laughs> just dudes being dudes. Tim, I feel so small in your arms. <laughs> yeah, so now we're friends, and um, we're actually right. going to the Bay Area as well Good. next weekend. <laughs> for facials? <laughs> <laughs> Just a beauty regimen, man. That's all I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing personal coming up tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Please. Kelsey's meltdown is staying under wraps, and I'm going to tell you how a selfie cost a man his life. All right. It gets you that. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. Get those in. We'll get out for a Wednesday here in a minute. 98 Rock. You're listening to The Bailey Show. Grab their podcasts on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. Good guys. Heating, cooling.com. Nikki D. We won't ever know all that Kelsey yelled out at the Super Bowl, H7. The fumble. He comes over to Andy. He goes, "Keep me in." What happened is, on the fumble, he was not in the game. No. We may never find out exactly what Travis Kelsey said to Andy Reid during his infamous blow-up on the sidelines during the Super Bowl. But reports are coming out now, according to the New York Post, that the Chiefs have have had the audio. Um, blocked from being released onto social media. Now, if you were kind of reading his lips like I was, he pretty much yelled at him and was just like, keep me in the game. But my question is, why do people care so much about this? Yeah, that I, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, who? I mean, it's their <laughs> business if they want to block. They, like, we're not, in, we're not entitled to hear what he said. Right. You know, so. Right. And it, the Super Bowl's over. But, I, yeah, I think this is just juicing the Super Bowl for every ounce of storyline you could possibly get. And it's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Right, you don't if, question. If George Kittle had done that to Kyle Shanahan, nobody cares. But yeah. Travis Kelsey, who is super famous now, did this crazy thing on the sideline. It's a good point. If you're a football fan, it's like, oh, that just happens sometimes. But if you're watching the Super Bowl, maybe that's the only game you watch, or maybe you're into it because of Taylor. That's yeah. like, wow, what happened? I need to know. I yeah. promise you, this is okay. not the first football player to yell at their coach on the sidelines. You know, it's. And it, I thought it was a common thing. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is, and, and 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 people yell at each other all the time because they're you know it's in the heat of the moment. Then afterwards, they you know dap it out and they're like, it's all good and it's fine. I think if you look at it from a football perspective, 
that's the that play they fumbled on that play, right? That was the fu- the play they fumbled within the in the five. Yeah, uh, that's maybe, what yeah. this announcer said. Yeah, so you know, if if from a football perspective, you would be like, well, what could you have done differently? Did they have Noah Gray in instead? Did he miss his block? You know that kind of thing. Because that's kind of how I was looking at it. Like, why is he so upset? They fumbled. What could he have done differently to not make Pacheco fumble? I don't know. Yeah, you know. Anyway, throwing that, the ball. That's I just, thought he was just showing out when I saw him. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I were if I were in, they wouldn't have run the ball. Right. Maybe they would have you know thrown it to me possibly. But that's just nerdy football stuff. All right. Second start. A lion selfie got a man mauled. H eight. Gruesome incident at that zoo where an inebriated man who reportedly entered the enclosure of a lion to take a selfie. Mm. A zoo guest decided to climb a wall and enter a lion enclosure to take a selfie with this animal. This man was 34 years old. He climbed over the chain link fence, and this took place in India. The lion looks up, sees this guy in his enclosure, and he does what lions do. He killed him. He mm. dragged him into his closure. He killed him, ate him. I don't know what all he did to him. They did end up getting the lion away from the man long enough so they can get his body out. Now, so far, I have read no reports, and I have looked high and low. They did not kill the lion because I was going to write letters to somebody if they did. Oh, I was okay. going to be over the lion's just lying. He's doing his thing. Yeah. He's in his <laughs> enclosure. He's minding his business. He didn't thing. jump the gate. He didn't get out and go maul people. He's in his house. I, I, you came into was, his I'm house. Not, I'm not going to disagree with you on this one. I, 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 the lion just lying. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, he's just lying. Yeah. Now, hold on a second, though. But you were all appalled that they let a lizard live earlier when a lizard killed a man. Because they always kill the lions. They always kill the tigers, the sharks, the gators. They kill all those animals. The lizard kills this man. I talked about earlier, they killed puppy dogs who did nothing. But a lizard kills a man, and they send them to a uh, lizard um, reservation place to live their lives out in peace. Uh, Make it make sense. What Nikki's saying is all animal lives matter. Exactly. Right. She's saying all of them matter. If you're going to kill an animal for doing animal things, that makes no sense. Right. I can't believe you got her to agree to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I I, do agree to that. I got you. Again, you guys know I feel strongly about people going into animal spaces and dying (laughs) and the animals being murdered for it. Say that again out loud. I feel strongly about this. I do. (laughs) If you're going to go swim it now, any water shark kills you, it's a shark's playground. That's right? Exactly. Yep. Gotcha. That's why I don't go in the ocean. Correct. If you're on a plane and your plane goes down because your plane ran into birds... Your fault for being in the plane? Uh, yep. How often does that happen? Actually, more often than you think. Oh, well, then, there you go. Yeah. And so if we're on a plane and we crash because we run into birds, it's, we take the risk. We bird. know when we go up there, it could happen, I bird guess. Bird just going to bird. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. All right. Plane's in his way. And listen to the BS on social. Please give us a like, share, follow at The Bailey Show on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the channel, please, if you don't mind. Uh, a new BSU uh, uncensored podcast up here later on today after Nikki goes and does her Ted Roll speak. At the uh, fourth grader's house. <laughs> Wherever you're going. That's where I'm going. Uh, you can get the uh, new podcast uh, today, uh, episode 22, I believe, on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. All right, Nikki, do you got anything? Keep the animals alive. All right, Nelson? Uh, yeah, I'm available for free waxing sessions. Gotcha. And Kyle? Mm-hmm. ESPN 1320, 10 to noon. Bam, look at that. Smart it's man. The Insiders with Kyle and Kyle. I always forget your name, James. guys. James. Kyle you and James. Kyle and Kyle. Uh, <laughs> That's the most important what? person in that I show. I always yes. forget that, dude. I, I said it wrong last time. I was like, John Ham, and that's an actor. Uh, that's that's yeah. close. It's James Ham. It's Ham, right? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. And it's Corey Ham and John Ham. <laughs> Whatever. Or John Amos. 
Uh, all right. What? Uh, Never mind. Mickey <laughs> is up next. And then 3 o'clock is the Abe Cannon Show. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Hey, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listen.